look in there. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I walked in to drive. So I've been, picked the kids up. Not that anyone cares. Picked the kids up, took them to my mom's house out in Franklin, ate mom's spaghetti in preparation. Oh, my God. Let's go. <laughs> Cue the music. And you're going to have your flu game podcast. This, yeah, I actually, good. yeah. I, I, you, did you read my jokes? <laughs> no. <laughs> you, you got into my, you're getting into my material, dude. <laughs> my bad, my bad. It's okay. I'm stepping on your material. It's okay. <laughs> Did you see this new Hani link today? No. There's like some German club oh, or something? Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, it happens every year, right? I don't know if it's real or not. It well, the thing reputable. is, it seemed like the Qatari super fucking Space Jam League or whatever it's called, it seemed like it actually was a thing. And so then now there's some idea that he was legitimately sort of shaken up by that. I, I think so. Because it, you know. Because he was going to get paid a fucking king's ransom. You could understand that, yeah. Like just because, so it, it, some people are thinking that they want to attribute the way that his form fell off a little bit in the second half of the season with the fact that it came after that bid. Correlation isn't causation. Yes, I, I have a hard time actually believing that, but like some legitimate, yeah, yeah, yeah. People there's a little that are, smoke there at least that right? aren't bullshitters. Feel yeah, there's some smoke there. Yeah, so yeah, I think that's right. It's an interesting one. A German club, though. I haven't heard this. Uh, I saw like uh, Stashville like, retweeted it today. I think it's Freiburg. Shout out Stashville. Shout out Stashville. Stash. Got after. We're going to get you. We so, ha you have to come on, actually, because you got Davey's ticket. Yeah. At some point. We need to get him here. Oh, so he owes the pot. He does Well, owe that's Davey. gave him. What Was this uh, yeah. the, that was the, the stipulation? Final, was it? This was the League's Cup final. I had one extra ticket, and I gave it to a. Our boy Stash. Damn. Gave it to the legend. Only only payment was coming on the pod. He said, yeah, it's a new Paradise pod. <laughs> right. So obviously he said, deal. So we're going to get him. We're going to get him at some point. We'll send the I mean, muscle. If it, if it was any other game, you could say it was bullshit, but... He got the he got the hottest ticket he did in the in the sporting world at Damn. the time. To be clear, if it, if I could have sold it for six hundred bucks, I would have. But it, it just <laughs> wasn't going. And I was yeah. like, I don't care about making eighty bucks on this ticket, man. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, make, make sure somebody that really yeah. wants to be there is there. That's that was peak of the season. Just went downhill from there. I, I guess we're right in the meat of the pot. We now. have yeah. reached. Yeah. The, <laughs> what was your favorite part? We have reached the the middle part of the running order. So I guess we we could officially. Uh, Are we talking about open cup in this? We are going to talk. I've about got some some thoughts. It, this pod is mostly going to be about U.S. Open Cup. I think the are we? Oh no, we're on specifically agreement. Nashville's run to the I mean, yeah Hunts, Huntsville. I'm actually more interested in how Huntsville is going to stack up. Well, this. yes, that is going to be. I suppose the only interest we have you want in a cough it. Drop? We're going to talk. Uh, I'm back. Do you want a cough drop? He's back. Um, I've got some really nice tea that okay. my wife made for me as I was leaving the house. I Shout out, Molly. What a sweetheart. She got some great. Ricolas. If you need I would love a Ricola. Cool. I was gonna yeah, offer you a there. beer, but I saw the, the cherry ones too. I, I saw the tea sticker sitting out of the uh, yeah of the mug. I figured and yeah, beer wasn't on the cards for you. There. That's that's the level that we're at. Um, uh, a late night edition. It is. It's it's Paradise Pod late night tales, and uh, I don't know what what episode it is, but it's the end of season spectacular Ooh. season four. Boy, we got a treat for you, folks. Like with me, here. as always, the soccer Don. Don, what's going on? Not much, man. We got 
Nash Trill, the homie, battling. Hey. But he's got so much dog in him. It's unbelievable. So, so happy to be here. Just battled through sickness, children, babysitting, supper clubs, hens clucking. <laughs> so very, very excited to be here in the flesh. He's sucking on a Ricola right now. And he's, we're, we're going to get through it. We got the big homie, Davey. Have you, has, is, is this your, your only Nashville SC podcasting excursion of the year? I don't you know, I think we did a preseason speedway. Okay. Um, and it wasn't so much that we like uh, old Yellard Speedway and took him out behind the shed and just put it down. But I like, you know, it's kind of like, you know, those 90s movies where they play like the musical credits at the end and they just show where everybody is now. Like, yeah. Nice. Just that, yeah. Right? The like, montage just, at like, the end. Yeah. Ben, like, you know, went on to graduate from college. <laughs> ben uh, has finished. Sloop died school. of dysentery. You know, whatever the things are. Right. Um, but no, no. Uh, so no, I'm I'm stoked to be on. I plan to be on early. Let's not just blow year. past that real quick. <laughs> what, what what are the most ridiculous deaths that that's, we could attribute to Sloop? Oh, good if, lord! If we uh, well, this so this is a true story. Uh, the other day, he calls me up and said, "Hey, um, I tried to get a hold of your brothers. Can you have them call me?" And I was like, "I mean, yeah, sure. I'm sure they'll call you back." And he had seen a friend get in a, I think, somewhat minor moped accident. Uh, so immediately called my brothers and just gave them his moped, uh, which is like, what? that's just like sloop in a nutshell. A that guy. story right there was yeah. like, what a guy. Oh, I just can't risk it anymore, man. I got to get rid of the moped. Um, so they love it. They make beer runs on it and they have a new moped courtesy of one John Sloop. Shout out sloop. I was driving to East Nashville one time. I don't know if I said this on the pod, but it was like pouring down rain. I just see this like an off guy in the distance, like running towards, like literally running outside towards me. I was like, who the fuck is running in this? And like, I get close. I was like, oh, it's sloop. That's his favorite weather to run in. Dude. Yeah. He'll run all year. He's yeah. crazy. I used to catch him running when we lived in the same neighborhood, and I would just stop my run, and I would just sit there and talk with him for a long time, and then yeah. just walk home, and I always enjoyed it. Uh, everybody's favorite neighbor, Sloop. We'll get him on the pod one day. Uh, well, it's good that you kind of bookended the the season uh, in terms of your Nashville SC podcast, and you got in at the beginning. You'll get in at the end, so we can kind of get your whole comprehensive view of things. I think you're kind of bookending, too. Drill dog. I think did we do the first episode of this? We did. With you? Uh, came in hot. Wanted to do more this year. Um, obviously, I think that's maybe the theme of yeah. both all <laughs> yeah. the pods and the team. Yeah, right? I just wanted to do more this year. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well said. It. <laughs> well, it does get us into uh, into the season four wrap up show, and yeah, I guess I kind of wanted to start off small because we did record after the first leg of the playoff series against Orlando so just wanted to briefly touch on the way that the playoffs ended for Nashville SC and kind of start narrow and then zoom out and kind of talk about what uh what happened over the course of the year as a whole so we got a lot of things we're going to get to as well we got the 2023 awards favorite moment favorite goal the annual non-Hani Mukhtar MVP award <laughs> um uh, teaser I've got a shocking answer for that. really yeah I can't wait to hear it we got some roster moves that have already happened that we'll touch on some high profile departures uh and then uh a few signings completed early as well which is nice to see maybe but probably more work that we'd like to see Get done. So we'll talk on the off-season priorities as well. Take an early peek ahead to next year. CONCACAF Champions Cup coming up very, very quickly, actually. So we'll get to all that, but we have to start with uh, the two 1-0 defeats against Orlando City to 
lose in the first round of the conference playoffs for the second year in a row. Like I said, we did record after the first loss in Orlando. What happened back in Nashville, this was November 7th, so we're casting our minds back a little ways. Um, it was a little bit different. Um, going into it, I, I remember saying it, if we were going to force a game three, that was the 11 that were going to do it. Fafa came back in. Dax McCarty came back in. Sean Davis went to the bench. And then Lucas McNaughton came in to partner. Walker Zimmerman at the back. But even with that, I remember we went to good times beforehand, Donald and I. And uh, we're hanging out with some folks and got to catch up with friend of the show, V-Love. And I Shout out V-Love. Yeah, out, well, just thought, okay, this is a good kind of gauge for maybe the fandom at large. Like, what, how are people feeling going into this? And we're just chopping it up. I'm like, what do you think's happening tonight? And just got hit with the like, oh, it's over. Like, it's, we all know it's over, right? And it was kind of hard to refute that. I think that's just kind of the way everyone felt going into it. And... You know, it's, it's kind of how it played out. Um, what happened in this one is uh, Dax McCarty comes back into the side, like I said, has a really bad giveaway from a really bad position right outside of the box. <laughs> but I went back and watched the highlights again before this. He does kind of get stitched up by like a really tough pass into him from Dan Lovitz there, which in the moment, like watching the game, it just felt like what the fuck did Dax just do that's on the far side of the field from us yeah, it's right in front right of in front of us yeah. really so yeah in the in the moment i was just like it just looked like a really bad dax just like lack of awareness of the of the people that are around him which is kind of what you think is like the best aspect of of dax is the ability to help you you know build out from the back and and have that awareness building up from a deeper position and then that's the one thing that <laughs> causes the uh the early goal that we that we couldn't come back from in this game. But the pass in from Lovitz, I did notice on the highlights. I was like, that he, he kind of got stitched up with Well, that I think it was just like up. doubly shocking because if I remember right, he did not start at the away leg. Correct. And so he comes back in, and we're kind of thinking this is like a – you know, because look, say what you want. Nobody else can like kind of play that line-breaking pass. He's the high-risk, high-reward choice is. there. Um, and I think he – it's funny because he went from being, I would say, like just a totally steady player in his younger days, right, to just – Father Time's undefeated, right? So that made him high risk, high reward. Yes, he can play these balls, but yes, he gets stuck out. And unfortunately, that night we saw him get caught out. Um, and that was brutal. Yeah, and that was six minute. And uh, we got to watch Nashville amount a comeback effort from that point on that amounted in uh, .37 expected goals, according to uh, the, the XG measure of, is it FOT Mob or do you say FOT Mob? I don't know. That's my app of choice. I, I say FOT Mob. Mob. Days, Mob. We're going to yeah. call it. We're going to call it Fat Mob. This is the Fat Mob we got in the studio right now. No. (laughs) Uh, No, but it it was tough to – for me, it was tough to see us go out to an Orlando team. I'll admit that this Orlando team – I hate that team. At that point – well, it's a rival for Nashville SC, something to to remember. I think that in all positions, Orlando just had a little bit of an edge, but not that much. And to me – This loss in the first round of the playoffs is kind of parallel to last year's loss in the first round of the playoffs against LA Galaxy because I don't think that either opponent was very good. I think that, um, Daniel, I feel like you've always understood as soon as I (laughs) started saying the blob, you kind of knew what the blob was. And you kind of see it. When you look at both the East and the Western Conference tables in MLS, you see the kind of elite teams which hang out around one, two, maybe three. Which is by design, right? The league kind of wants maybe parody. 
for whatever reason it works out that way they tend to be the higher spenders as well but well but you have parity though right yeah so it's true but you get like the, the elite probably two teams two three teams in each conference each year and then you get kind of the second tier and then you get the blob which nashville has usually found itself in these are the teams between like four five and then like eight nine like the ones in the kind of first round playoff matchups like like the one we were in with orlando so my thought is just like okay if you're gonna be blob life you have to be the best of the blob so that you can get through your blob playoff matchup like the ones that we lost one nil in in the past two years so this orlando loss to me frustrating especially that it's two games too that are one nil losses nashville only scored a goal in one of their final seven matches that they played this season and five of those matches were at home so i i, <laughs> I think the the end of the season uh it, i mean what, what what were the feelings that you could sense from like fans around you like heaters or just like people you sit around what did it feel like at the at the end of the season so if i look at my notes uh that i made um, one of the worst experiences I've had cheering for Nashville Soccer Club. <laughs> really, really bad vibes all around. So the vibes were fucked. So that goal, as evidence, super early in the game, even coming into the no, game, everyone knows we're not winning this game. I mean, I remember walking in and it being like, okay, like we're like going to like a funeral or like I don't know, like somewhere you didn't want to be. You're kind of going out of obligation, and. I was like, it's going to be a light crowd tonight. I don't know that that was necessarily the case, but it was not this normal. Like you can see at certain gates, people get stacked up. Don't remember seeing any of that. So, I mean, it just, it felt off all night just in the seats. And I'm sure, you know, the players feel that as well. It felt lighthearted in a way that was like resigned. Yeah. It felt like, like everyone was just kind of ready for the season to end. Honestly, yeah. like so you're I was, not thinking about the potential playoff run that happens from here. And I think I even sent to uh, the, the the group chat, like, I'm just going to go home at halftime. Like, I could do other stuff with this time. Like, Man. I know we're not going to score. You know, they've already got my money, whatever. So, Ugh. it was definitely a low point. Man. It's kind of the worst part, right? Like, they're good enough to waste your time yeah but not like you know they're not good enough to do anything it's like yeah and so we typically will watch um we being molly and i uh the first half in our seats and then we'll go and stand in the back of the supporter section for the second half and we didn't even like go down into the supporter section we did just you really of, leave at halftime we didn't leave no we stayed in the stadium um because i'm a true masochist um but we just kind of hung out and like drank some beers, and we're just like, you know, it's great being in the the stadium we play in. You can always see the field, but like, what were we even looking at? It was just kind of like very uninspired. We we have no options off the bench, so it's yep. like, what are you gonna do? So. Well, you know, there's a platform there. Yeah, it's a tough. The emotions around Nashville SC are always tough because you know there's always a platform there to go on and do something from, but it's just inevitable that there's going to be some unrest from fans when you have you know not scored a goal <laughs> i can't get over the fact that they scored a goal in one of their last seven matches um failed to score a goal and lost one nil in three consecutive playoff matches now if you count the two orlando matches and the la galaxy match um when we know that you know getting into the playoffs in mls is frankly not it's not, it's not really a great accomplishment, it right? Is, yeah, <laughs> and I've got some thoughts on that later, too. And I don't want to jump ahead. But. So, like, 
I think my favorite thing about kind of my new like backseat role, like not I, I haven't applied for credentials all year. I just kind of just stop, you know, like I got a lot going on. Ben, Ben, I think provides the best coverage of the team. Period. Right here, here. Our Shout guy, out, right? Um, is that I can just go to games and just get mad. Yeah. And I don't I don't have to like think technically or like, oh you know what, I want to I want to talk about a bright spot on the pod. We get next Dar- week. we get Darth I just get to Darth be there and Davey just, now. like just like wanna throw up. We get Spider Man so three Davy. And that's what I was to to Daniel's point. Like I actually wasn't I walked in and I didn't think we were gonna lose. I yeah. I thought we would lose in three to Orlando. Yeah. But I thought we would win that game and force a third match. Okay. Um, I had honestly forgot that there was even an option for a third well, game. Well, which I think is the, the my overarching we were talking about like the vibe of the crowd, and I actually think a huge part of that is like I don't know that like we knew how we were supposed. It's this new format. Yeah, that, what about that, ob- that objectively yeah. sucks. It took me until yeah. like the 80th because I thought we had to score two goals. Right, right, right. So right, I went really. the whole thing like, "Fuck, we're not scoring two goals." Yeah, and then like oh, about like, like the 85th minute, I was like, "Oh wait, we only need to score one." Yeah. Right, and then just like go to PKs, win that, and then we technically the win. The format which is was like, a massive yeah, failure. O- only one, only one of the ties. Went a direction that wouldn't have happened in a one goal in a one match series or yeah, just yeah. just format. Are we tied into this format? In I, I do not forward? know. I don't care. I just want them to stop changing it. Yes, that's a good point. I like guess I could you, take it. You if almost it's... built you like you build a baseball team to win in October. You build yeah. a hockey team to win in May June. Is that right? Yeah. That's a really good point. Like, yeah. You build your rosters, I mean, to get to the tournament. And there's a rhythm that and you want to... then you are, you know, like... All like, I'm saying is is they have to find a way to finish before that international break. Yeah. You think it's too drug out? It's way too I forgot they were out. still going on. I didn't even care to watch it. We had like, about half a dozen that? people get together at No Quarter. Shout yeah. out No Quarter to watch it. It was a great match. The MLS hate, Cup final? Yeah. 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 I hate... I mean, Columbus was a very fun team to watch all year. I watched the Army. Was looking forward to I'm watching them lie. play. Yeah. yeah. And it was a great game. So I wouldn't hate if they changed it like similar like when it's like I don't know if Champions League does it anymore, but when they go in the like knockout rounds where it's like home away aggregate and then the finals just one game. Finals just one game, right? The finals just one game, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean yeah. you've got like, to just do that. A well just toyed like with it too much. Well that that's Warm what math, it is. It's right a, there. the first round is a series. And yeah. then after that, it's just knockout. But I w- just almost do if if more games is what they want because they want more yeah. money. Just do every round two aggregate, and then do the, and then the game. final just be a one off. Like that gives you, I think, would probably give you one extra game anyway. I know I'm always the we guy need who a says Ben Ben Wright uh, infographic mileage yeah. traveled, yes. and then another guy coming in from and that would make more sense. I would be fine with APAC that. area. <laughs> Home away like, well, aggregate actually. seems fun in MLS. Yeah, like both teams. Yeah. I just think, like, Americans, like, I think they view the sport more similar to football than they do baseball, hockey, basketball. Yeah. And, like, I, I'm, I'm always the guy who's just, like, give them what they want. And I think they just want a one-game playoff, so just give them a one-game yeah. playoff. Like, I don't – we but don't you have, have to, to add somebody more else. games for more money. My Well, they my, just added a fucking tournament that didn't exist two years ago, and yeah, they're we'll adding on, another one again. Yeah, I don't know that. that the playoff games – well, I'll take that back. They are the money makers, right? Which ones? Playoff games. You think those are more highly attended? I don't know. I don't know. I, I that's just my assumption as to what they're. I mean, 
an awesome Honestly, business. Seems like League's I'm Cup assuming the only the reason they would do League's that. Cup feels like the moneymaker. Compare those a, crowds to yeah. our playoff home crowd. You yeah. Know? Um, but the scheduling was fucked up. I mean, this playoff format just was... Yeah. And they've yeah. always run into that issue when you're ending your season and then you're hitting that international break. I would yes. like to just know that. That, like, that is yes. kind of... That's format. always been an issue. Yeah. If you're a baseball fan, you're getting ready for October or right. you're getting ready for... The, that doesn't exist. It, bowl it was season. on a Saturday yeah, There's no rhythm three. that I can nope. figure out as like someone who is... As of you know, for was the last four years the now, SEC championship game, or was it the, the week after? cup final or yeah. the MLS Cup final? Yeah, no, it was head to head with Army Navy, which is what I watched. I mean, I think they figure out a way Ouch. to finish before the international break. Now they're right. I support the troops, dude. That's good. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, whole pod does. We need more. Uh, uh, wait, what? Death Wish coffee. Best live sporting event I've ever attended. <laughs> is that what it was? It was a war Army crime Navy? coffee. War crime coffee. <laughs> I went. Yeah, to, sorry, I didn't go far enough. I went to Army <laughs> Navy 2016 or something in Philly. It was awesome. It was I like, would like. To I don't. One Army of the best Navy, live sporting yeah. events I've ever attended. It was great. Yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. Shout out Service Academy. We're already off the wheels pretty good here, so I feel feeling good about this. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's inevitable. Well, we were going to talk about that anyway because I was going to bring that up. And so. it always happens after. Once I when I when I forced us to talk about games that that weren't. That weren't great and things that didn't go well on the field. Uh, when things are going great, it's we we can't stop talking about what's happening yeah. on the field and the players and the squad. We always digress into more well, fun topics. So back to the whole. <laughs> you, you said seven games without a goal. Yeah, or, or one goal in the last seven. They rather. scored. They scored. What was that? They goal? scored a goal in one of their finals. I've so I've worded it. I I think I the point remember. stands that that's a horrific run and that yes. My real point in bringing it up is that I think fans have a right to be frustrated. Well, yes, and what I'm what I was going to add. They on scored to that three is, goals against New England in the in the one game where they did yeah, score there you a go. goal. Yeah. So we see uh, it was Ben Wright who asked Gary, and Gary like got into it with him a little bit about oh. saying like, "Are you concerned about?" And it's like, bro, it, you're you can't score. Like, yeah. it's like a super Gary reasonable. Doesn't goal. It is score. not normal. Like that is that bad. is not normal. And we know even in a in a diff defensive system, which every oh, there's a lot of people who say well, it's not a defensive system. Like, wh okay, whatever, bro. So that makes it worse. We cannot score goals when it matters. Um, and you know, I think there's a lot of highs this season, which we'll get to, right? Yeah, um, a lot that I'm really excited to talk about. That I'm as super I was excited back. to talk about, and I think there's a lot of fun stuff this season. And what, I guess what I'm trying to say with bringing up the format and all this stuff is, I, like, I left the season feeling as bad about the team as I've ever felt, hmm. and I think there is a really, really big portion of that that is the club's fault. I think more Mike Jacobs than Gary's fault, but I think also a huge portion of that is the league's fault for scheduling this tournament and yes we got the most magic out of it other than the loss in the final right yeah but like they it was a great product leagues cup I, I think it went really really well but then just like the the shit after it didn't mean anything man like it didn't feel the same as it just like that monterey game dude or club america like people are in there like losing their yes. minds yeah, dude. It was amazing um and then like you know it's back to Houston Dynamo away on a Thursday <laughs> night. Like, what are we doing, man? You know, I, I don't know. I just struggle yeah. with it a little bit. No, that's perfect. And that gets us out of having to uh, talk about the, the crash out of the playoffs. We can move on from it uh, unless there's anything else you guys feel the need to express there. I want to talk about all the forbidden topics. I want to talk about who's Gary out. I want to talk about... Is it Gary? Is it Mike? I just let's just do it. I don't want to. I don't think there's well, any. Let, okay, let me I don't kick think off. That, I think there's a wide range of valid let fan me kick emotions. Off hot topics sometimes with it, this. Sometimes it feels like the the range of things maybe that it seems like is considered sensible to talk about is narrowed. And I would just say 
No, I think there's a wide range of feelings and ideas that are reasonable. I think I'm not Gary out and I, maybe it doesn't, if I have, I want to get into yeah. it more later on. I want to get the take that you have right now, but I don't, I think that, I don't think there's any need to, to say that, you know, any discussion of any kind of changes is ridiculous because right. no, it's not like, it's perfectly reasonable to think Which about. I think there what, was a what few accounts tweeting office. out that change? sentiment. There was a few in I, the no accounts tweeting that sentiment. Well, so that, what's your take? What do you got? Okay. Here's my question. Oh. Is anyone here dead set? Absolutely certain that Sam Surge is the answer at nine. Oh, because I am not. Okay. That was definitely... I've never what, felt more confident at nine. I'll say that. I like that. that. We've had. Yeah. Which yeah, is like... That's great, little, but that's like saying... A, you've got a, a buddy who you've never felt more confident what, that he's going to seal the deal with a chick. Yeah, which is That little, doesn't mean like you think he's going to do it. We don't, me and Donald don't know. No, I, I like think that. he's our guy. <laughs> you think yeah, he's the guy. I'll take that. Okay. I think he's more likely the guy than not. I'll say like, I'm like... 80% sure. Yeah. I think I'm like 60% sure. Yeah. That's still pretty good. A lot For me, that's very good. Yeah. yeah. Normally, you're like... Yeah, yeah. I, I like him as a player. I think he's yeah. fun to watch. I think he's got the vibe. But he's like, got multiple The post-league's ways. cup performance was not good. Yeah. Yeah. Was but, not good. But, but the whole team was bad, right? Yeah, We're just lumping like, the ball in there and hoping yeah. he's going to get right. it. Yes, I agree with I you. saw enough even when he we were bad that I was like, like some of the passes he was making, I was like, no one else is making that pass. He no one's is, seeing that. He is skilled with the ball at his feet. I mean, he can work rates insane. We also, yeah. we also saw the games like no one was giving him any service yeah, at all. Right. If like, he doesn't <laughs> succeed, I don't think it's because he didn't do something. Yeah. I think it's because our system failed him or we just didn't put – a connecting piece through the midfield. It's a big question and maybe the question going into next year in terms of what what is what's he is the big signing that's already happened. There won't be a, a signing in terms of players that is and they're so smart cuz they bring him in in that summer window and they're like, "Well, really next year's year 1." <laughs> and so then you buy yourself a whole another year. Yeah, what is so, the So, I think that's smart. You know, that's good GM stuff. But back to <laughs> the optics. Your, yeah, it's it's it gives you some additional time. Comms. But I also think if you're an owner and a GM, you've always got to have in your the back of your mind if your guy goes somewhere or you need to make a move, who's next? Yeah. So I would hope that someone in the, you know, an Ian Air has that next coach in mind, whether or not their a move is imminent. I think it's, it's. I think it's fair enough to think about. Um, you know, you're at conventions, you're at whatever networking in the industry. You've got to have a couple names in your back pocket at all times. I wonder if they do. I want to have the full. They've got to. I want to have the full range of possibilities and what your reactions would be to a lot of different things that probably won't happen, but could happen if something were to change in that regard uh, as we move forward. But. 2024 will very much be determined by what happens with Surge because we won't make a signing that's bigger than that. Um, and so uh, we'll see. For for what it's worth, I think, yeah, I think he's the dude. I think he's really good. I don't think there are, just to my eye, I don't think there's too many MLS strikers better. He's clean with it, dude. If you go back and watch. I hope Paul I, is just like dog cussing us right I now. I know the end of the MLS season, he just wasn't scoring goals except for the New England game. But the ones yeah, he scored in that guess, game and the that one-touch finish, I've never seen anybody hit it so clean. Like so he, In this league, for sure, just like I'll in general, say, it's clean. It's, out of a number nine... He's polished. 
I don't give a shit about polish. All I put a Neanderthal <laughs> up there Bang who just hits in. it, kick it as hard as you can every single time and score goals. Who's man. your favorite striker of all time? A Drogba. I mean, okay. but who was also technically gifted, but um, nobody was more. He's of a, a bull. Of a, like yeah. of a battering. Yeah. I mean, I, it's very, high quality, highest quality battering ram. You know, but yeah. yes, yeah. yeah. I mean Drogba. I mean that that is a Chelsea correlation, right? But yeah, that's my guy. So. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I like Surridge. I, I like I said, I'm 60-40 on him. I, I am more in than I am out. Um, but I also love saying I told you so. So if I end up doing that, I'll do that. You <laughs> love know what I mean? hedge. Like, love were the you hedge. against him to start? No, no, no. I wasn't okay. against him to start okay. at all. No. Okay. Uh, I mean, like I heard English four, and I'm like, oh no, this is my guy. Yeah. This is what I want, right? <laughs> um, which is probably why I love Jander so much still, right? Like, uh, yeah. just a big dude. Uh, now he wasn't quite what I wanted out of a big dude. Um, but uh, he still might be my favorite forward ever. Nice. I think Scotty is your favorite yeah. natural striker of all time. Yeah, uh, well, we talked got, about Derek Jones. Derek Jones is actually my True. favorite natural striker of all time. Ain't that True. a bitch? Um, Could have been the one. Who I remembered by the way, his game at starting at the number nine. We recorded an episode in this apartment. Is uh, that right? Yeah, yeah. My buddy Donnie was here. That was the infamous. Oh my God, that was the infamous that. Skittles vape night. <laughs> that was it. I forgot your friend was here. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Damn. Oh, wow, so many members. Four years of Paradise Pod, yeah, folks. Isn't that amazing? Um, thanks for being along for the ride. What can I say? Has it been longer, or is it four years? Friends we made along the way. I haven't fact-checked that, but that feels right. That four, feels four right. Four seasons of, of MLS soccer. I thought we were National five years, SC. to be honest. We did it the whole time. It feels like my whole So you technically started... Life. At the end of the USL, in yeah, lead yeah, up yeah. into yeah. we did it. We started recording it. Going I just you were still at one, yeah. your gold, gold department, yeah. and you yeah. So it just doesn't. I mean, um, the I scientist episode was in advance of the MLS <laughs> opener. Yeah, it was. the best episode For of all sure. time. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> until the day I die, I will not ever hear that song. And not think about it. Agreed. Yes. Did you see that thing Andy sent today? You changed lives, Donald, with that. Yeah, yeah I did see that. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Well, this is the real value of having a team, like. Fuck all the yeah. on-field stuff. Sorry, mom. Pardon my language. But uh, Mrs. Ryan's gonna be mad. She's pissed. Bad boy with that. No more language. spaghetti. But uh, <laughs> I it, love it. it really is. It's, <laughs> the real MLS Cup is the friends you make along the way. I, I agree hundred uh, percent. This is what it's about. You had mom spaghetti going into this pod, and they can't monetize this. <laughs> But if they wanted they to, would try we'd to. be open to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What were you saying, Davey? Sorry. No, no. I this is I agree a hundred percent. Like, uh, especially not doing what I used to do. Uh, the group chats are my favorite part. That's my highlight of the season. The group chat is like if it wasn't for the group chat, I don't know that I would be showing up to games as frequently as I am. Uh, I love this team. I like soccer, but we got the the pod really served the purpose for the most part of assembling the elite boys. the elite group texts and which and is, girls. Uh, and girls. And we got the chicks in this year. Dude, this by by far most progressive pod in the history of, of sports as well. Also, can't forget that. True. Yeah. We got the ladies in for the first Finally. time in the history of a sports podcast. Shouts out Katie Amanda. Uh, all right. Let's just get into it then. Season as a whole. Um, how will you remember 2023? I don't think we talked about any of the topics, by the way. Nashville, let's see. We hit, we, we're good. We're moving through. Caught up. I, didn't, I just wanted to make a note I was Gary out. So. We're talking about. Oh, okay. We didn't talk we're going to have the full. Any of that. We're going to have the full Gary, Mike Jacobs discussion. We'll issue okay. a scorecard. We got to keep folks hanging on. We'll um, get the, we're actually hiring a graphic design intern. Okay, we'll cut the Gary out part. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> just bleep <laughs> it. Yeah. Um, we'll take it out in post. When, when you think back on. 2023 for Nashville SC. 
we have the context of other MLS seasons now, but how how will you remember this season for Nashville SC and it, the whole thing? You know, MLS, Leagues Cup. What do you got, Don? Oh, I would say uh, I think probably gave me one of my favorite moments in, I don't know, seven – how long has we have a team? Seven, six years now? Yeah. Uh, didn't count the NASL years. What a oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, one of my favorite. One this of my club favorite has a history, Donald. You didn't host a college. Knowledge you can't erase it. You didn't host a college kid at your yeah. house. But the like, I mean, the least cup tournament was just so many highs. Yeah, probably just a string of the funnest games that and stressful games that I've been to, and then a lowest of lows where towards the end of the season I just. I don't think I've ever been so apathetic towards them where, like, I just didn't care. Nothing. Yeah. It's just. What about you, Davey? Yeah. I mean, so that I think is right on. Um, I think for me specifically, the Monterey game, because my seats are, I mean, you guys are far left on the same side as me and and Daniel. Daniel's kind of close to center. Big box, right? Yeah. Uh, And then further down, I'm on the right. (laughs) I'm like very, very close to the away supporters Um, and Club America, Monterey, Miami as well. Miami was very, very good. But to me, nothing. Uh, Monterey, it's the first time I've ever been in a soccer environment. I've been to Europe. I've been to USA games where I thought I actually get what they're talking about with soccer atmosphere. Um, And I know I'm going to get murdered for that statement by a subsect of the listenership. But I don't mean that as a Coming dig towards anyone. Like, I am not. I do not prescribe to that. That's not why I it's go to games. Just what you've experienced. Though. Yeah, it's just like not my thing. I'm like, I, I'm like my favorite sport is tennis, man. I, I just don't. It doesn't do much for me, right? Um, but that night in Mo- the Monterey match, it like at, I, it was like an adrenaline rush. It was very, very impressive to me. So I really didn't mean that as a, a shot at anybody. But that was my high for sure. Now I think leagues cup. It kind of looms large over the whole year, right? You really can't get around that because it was, um, you know, that that run that we had. What was it? A month total? I don't know. It, it it's uh, all mean, of August. The peak of not this year, but really like kind of feels like the culmination of the last four years of of Nashville SC. So when I read this question, it reminded me of a lyric from a Bill Withers song. About Vietnam, <laughs> called I can't write left-handed, and he's there's this like spoken word intro, and he says, uh, "If you're like me, you'll remember it like anybody remembers any war, one big drag." And I was like, "This season was just a slog," but then I went back and looked at, we were pretty damn good in the first three months of the season. Yeah, we scored goals prior to the era. I just. I didn't remember any of that because yeah. the second post leagues cup part of the season was so bad. Yeah, you can never it's get just, away. I mean, from that's recency bias. The most recent right thing that you experienced. It just—it's crazy how my entire perception of the season had been painted by that. So, well, yeah. So, what I would say is, it to me, it felt like the MLS season. You could just divide it in half, and the first season was really good, and it's. You can never overcome like the recency bias completely. Like you're always going to be left with the feeling that you had at the end, right? But the first half of the season was really strong, um, and then the dip started right as League's Cup started, and we had this magical League's Cup run that is obviously the highlight of this season, one of the great moments in Nashville soccer history, um, 
and then we were forced to come back to reality and finish the MLS season. And the second half of the season was really kind of awful. So to me, that's that's pretty much 2023. And the memory of League's Cup really kind of Honestly, the positive memory of that almost kind of overrides the negative feeling of the second half of the MLS regular season and the playoffs. But. A, a thing that I think the league has to be very combative of is my fear is that post-Messi MLS is going to feel a lot like post-Leagues Cup this season for Nashville. Ooh. And I think once he's gone, it's going to be all of these people. And, like, dude, when the guy's on the field, it's like, and I hate him. I hate Barcelona. But, like, it's magical, man. Like, he's that good, right? And there's going to be people who get to see this guy so frequently. They're buying season tickets to get to see him one time a year, right? And in a few years, he's going to be gone. And, like, once that's gone, I there's got to be some hook. And I don't know that that hook is currently there. And um, I, I don't know, man. I Like, that's a big concern. As, as a fan of the league – who wants like long-term sustainability in the league? It, you like you can't say no to it, right? You can't say no, Messi. We don't want you in this league. But the I, opposite, I, they fought very hard for it. Yes. they said this is the right. path. Broke yeah. all the rules, and it know? was a league decision. It wasn't Inter Miami. Right. It was everyone made sacrifices and to cut Messi into the deal for it to happen. So, so that's just kind of my like meta analysis of Messi as a whole. Like, hmm. what what happens after that guy's gone? So my thought is, you know, reach a new high water mark. There's obviously going to be an ebb, but you don't ebb back to where you were before. You kind of it's like the flywheel. So I generally agree with that. That's point, how like it usually happens. Metaphor. But like that happens when the leaders make decisions like adding a fourth DP, which yeah, we heard we them adamantly say is not going to happen at, yeah. at ownership. <laughs> so it's like, like what do we like? There's got. I thought that would happen next year. Maybe it's two years down the line. I don't know, but. Those things have to take place to build out the rosters better from top to bottom. Yeah. yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna ask for League's Cup every year, you've just gotta have more depth. I guess if you're someone like us who's gonna be around no matter what, because you're kind of a season ticket holder and you're an entrenched interest already as being someone who's <laughs> legally is... bound to buy these tickets for the next <laughs> know. you know, thirteen years. We can't yeah, we can't if you can't escape the team that you love here and we need to get the Paradise Pod legal department on uh <laughs> can you find any Do you have club seats? It's growing. It's we have yeah. a growing oh, legal so you're, department. Yeah, you're stuck. Yeah, you're like five uh, year minimum. What's that? Isn't it like five-year minimum? Yeah, it's five. (laughs) Well, let's say even if you're not financially tied to the club via your (laughs) ticket package and you just, you know, Messi has just come in and and added something that when it goes away, you're still going to be around. I guess the thing that you hope for is that maybe we'll get some, uh, some roster rule improvements out of it. I think that's what a lot of people are hoping. Although I wonder why. Like, why does it take Messi for this to happen? You could just change the rules and you could just add more DP slots or expand we, roster like, spots uh, or get rid of the funny money. MLS owners are like the Aldi shoppers of professional sports ownership, right? <laughs> like they're like, they're, they're looking for the deal. Okay. Like yeah. I, I would have just bought an NBA team if I wanted to spend that much money. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah like yeah. they're, so they're trying to limit as much money as they can spend as often as possible. Yeah. And so they don't want to see a fourth DP slot, right? Like, because yeah. like, you should be happy with what we're giving. Now, now I have to spend more money, right? Would be yeah, the problem right. for, for these people. Yes. Yeah, and then how do you tie that to a commensurate revenue increase? No offense to Aldi, by the way. I shop there quite frequently. Yeah, love Aldi. We did see Messi in Nashville. I mean, League's Cup final. We don't have to. We, we already did a podcast on it, and people have thought about it and talked about it enough. But um, you know, just the cap on a lot of amazing moments that we have had with Nashville SC, like in Nashville now, and even just in Geodes Park in the last two seasons, like. 
I don't know, like League's Cup, the run in League's Cup, League's Cup final, I guess ties into, um, we can get into awards now. So 2023, favorite moment. We've always done this and it can become conflated with like favorite goal, like goal of the season for you guys, which we can get into second. But I think you understand what I mean when I say like moment. Right, so mine is very specific. Yes, so go for it. Yeah, what do you got? So it is twenty twenty three moments of of the season. For standing you. outside the gate, it's mine too. Yes, because <laughs> we were there together. Yeah, we were there together. <laughs> <laughs> because we had left early, like a bunch of idiots. Yep, hearing the crowd erupt, sprinting back, them definitely not letting us back in. Briefly considering just running, definitely not doing that, and then just pulling it up on our phone. Shout out Apple TV. And uh, watching the end of the game. That was mine, too. So, yeah. Club yes. America, by the way. I'll tell the story again because I will never get tired of it because it's one of the great, like, it's one of the great sporting moments, like, of my life. It's kind of what it's all about is the bizarre things that can happen. This was the eventual victory in the quarterfinal against Club America. Um, Donald left the stadium before Surridge even had the uh, the equalizer. Yes, I got to bring it up and rub it in. Um Still no regrets. But, uh, yeah, the penalty shootout seemingly over, so much so that Daniel, me, a lot of people have left the stadium. And then, yeah, I walk out. I, I run into Daniel, run into, run into Robbie. We're talking. And who was the dealer? Was, was Lee? Was it? Lee. Lee. Shouts out Lee, too. We're, we're just talking about the game. Like, I've, you know, what a great run in the League's Cup. You know, shame it had to end. And then people start checking their phones and be like, I, I think they're, it's, this isn't over. Like yeah. something, something isn't, isn't, something is, is happening here. And we learn as we ha are, have been standing outside of the stadium for five, eight, ten minutes, um, that they are going to continue on in the penalty shootout. I had come off the line. So had come me, off the line. Daniel, Robbie Lee, we start watching it um, on the phone, except before that we run up to the gates. We're like, let us back in, let us back in. Of course they won't let you back in. Yeah, after like, I don't left. get paid enough for that. But, uh, but it's just a, uh, it's one of the, one of the most surreal, bizarre scenarios. And you can hear kind of the crowd a little bit ahead of the, of the game. And you get kind of the Slack notifications too on your phone before the stream that we were watching of the PK shootout. And eventually you see people just saying like, love it's like, we know that we've won it, that he's converted his penalty for us to go through in these unbelievable wild circumstances. But like, I remember thinking in that moment, I was like, I, I'm not going to believe it. This all has been so crazy that I'm not going to believe it until I see it with my own eyes. So everybody's kind of cheering. It's over, but I have to watch on the 32nd delay yep. that Lovitz has converted the penalty. Yep. And then he did. And then we just kind of had our, our little celebration with other fans leaving too, that are just right out there outside the gate. Uh, me, you and Robbie, and that was like, I will never forget that. That was a wild one. And I walked then, you know, you guys yes. it off your way, but I walked down the hill up reins towards my car and the whole time, just to no one, I was out loud just saying like, wow, wow. Like I couldn't believe what had just happened like that. That's what it's all about. That was a good one. That's my moment of the season too. And I think the, so what is so club America, I would say by any measure is the largest following of any club in North or South America. Biggest Massive. club in the hemisphere, yeah. you could make an yeah. argument. Yeah. Yeah. And so when I think about do MLS teams need to be spending more time playing those types of clubs or some, you know, USL club Interesting. on a turf field in Birmingham. I, I don't know if Birmingham has a turf field. Probably I mean, on a field if you with wanna, like I see what you're probably getting with at, a, a field that has like football paint still on it. 
Yeah, yeah, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, um, I, I see what you're saying. It's just you know, and we're gonna get to that later, I'm sure. Yes, but do you want to talk U.S. Open? Cup I just the cultural exchange yeah. that took place at that game, like just talking to the guys sitting around us, like they had driven in from Chicago and Texas, and it's it's like what you were saying earlier, Davey. It's that okay, I really get how this works. Like this is how you grow. You know, people throw that word authenticity around so much, like. This is how you really develop a, uh, you know, just to hear Josh talk about that moment. Like, that's how you get the, that authenticity. It was special. As Not well. playing in an old tournament just because it's old. Inter- okay. Interesting. Well, can but, you top that, Davey? Because you got two of us ganging up on you yeah, with that moment. So but. I'll stay out of League's Cup because we've talked a lot about it. Okay. Uh, my favorite moment, I'm going to go, because uh, I just think he's the most important figure in club history is Hani. Uh, the hat trick against St. Louis. Go. St. Louis mm. had been Glad so hot. Did that, yeah. uh, St. Louis had been so mm. hot. They were the talk of the league. Um, you know, a lot of like, uh, is an MVP going to come out of this team? Yada, yada, that kind of stuff at the forward. I can't remember his name. Um and then Hani just puts up like an all-timer, right? Like just one of those games where he looks like he's not even trying and he's like a million miles the better player on the field, best player in the field. Um, I just thought he was spectacular that night. Uh, I don't – I you know, unfortunately, as the season wore on, I don't know that we saw as much of that Hani as he would have liked or we would have liked. Um, but that was as high of a moment as I think he's ever put out there for us. Yeah. Do we have two Hani hat tricks this season or – I know there you was. Tell me, Don. You always miss. Them. I'm trying to. Shit. I'm trying to remember if there were three. So I know we had two. Yeah, how many games I think did you there miss? Was two. I feel like yeah, he's, I, think I, th- right. I feel like he had one against like DC or Chicago game. And when we give the annual non Hani Mukhtar MVP award for the yeah. season, I, we will spend some time talking about Hani yeah. to make sure that we don't slip into taking him for granted, which yeah. is easy the, to the do. whole reason we do that award. Is right. Because the reason he's for the, the, the namesake for the non Hani <laughs> Mukhtar MVP award, Hani yeah. Mukhtar, we will, we will give him his due. So I'm glad, quarterback, I'm, I'm glad that you bring up uh, that you, there is greatness happening. Uh, yeah, man. In, in and him. look, I mean, MLS best 11. I think he, again, yes, I think it's course. slightly friendly. Now the Walker inclusion, I think was Walker one is silly. Kind of a joke. It's um, silly. Yeah. And not, not a dig at Walker. He's been great here. He was no, not he just, one of the four best. Play half this season year, too, uh, four best defenders like, this year. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't the best defender on our team. Uh, I think I agree with you. Um, yeah. And so a lot of name recognition team. there, but Hani, I think, deserved it. Best eleven. Yeah, so absolutely. Yeah. Um, numbers alone. Yeah, numbers alone. Right. Yep. That's good. I'm glad that you had the hat trick in there. One of the one of the hat tricks, Donald, moment of the season. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to Lee's Cup, but it's fine. The game we lost, the final. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. Good Just call. the probably the coolest sporting event I've ever been to. Yeah. Um, and I've done, you know, NFL, mm-hmm. NHL playoffs. How sexy is David Beckham in real life? Uh, I was like a hundred yeah. feet away, but yeah, actually, I could sense it. But I could yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll remember that game forever. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I can still vividly picture like Messi's goal, which is just a banger against us. Yep. Uh, With but, next to no space, yeah. the defending was so good on it. Yeah. All right, yeah. I but, chill out but, on that. Yeah. My moment of the season is not fucking Messi scoring against me. But uh, to like, not only like beginning of the season, we wouldn't have thought one Messi would have been at MLS. Two, yeah. that we would host a final against Messi. Yeah. Like that's just a cool thing to see your club do. I agree. Uh, it's hard to look past League's Cup, and then the yeah. final. Yeah, the entire liter- It's not an exaggeration for once to say like the eyes of yeah. the sporting world, worldwide yeah. on. Nashville specifically, Geodis Park for yes. this game. The goal, yes. like the Fafa goal, was probably the loudest I've ever heard. That stadium, fan, unbelievable moment to equal yeah. that. 
specific moment of, of yeah the equalizer to, to equalize to, then, then to go to pk's and then game. to come down to the keepers like that's just yeah. pk shootout going to keepers like that was yeah such a cool event so that's mine tough one panico yeah Shouts out to Panico for that run in, in League Cup too. Just there were so many magical things about that run, and it's easy to forget. I mean, I tweeted it, and people thought I was joking. I saw like ten different people wearing the Panico helmet. Yeah. I know. It became a thing. What a it moment. was like awesome, dude. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome, man. Well, also God. just like bringing up, you know, head safety awareness, yeah, concussion oh, safety, important. Also, yes. Yeah, take yep. care of your brains. That's a good point. I know a topic you're um, passionate about as well: bike safety. Yeah. Yeah. And we could get into Keep that. Keep off our streets. Maybe on. Whoa. Hey, whoa. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Separate podcast. But we'll, we'll give you the space to, to express all your feelings uh, at some That's, point. That's uh, Braden episode. and Jamie Holland on Pod Bless Nashville. You okay. can find that there. We're coming for Pod Bless Nashville. We're going to we're gonna take over the charts. We're going to take their spot. Okay. Favorite goal 2023. Is there a specific goal that stands out in the memory for you from this season? I'm going to go and. I know I just did a natural loss, but I'm also going to go goal that didn't count, but the yes. Monterey goal. Yes. Oh, that should have been a goal. That too. But this was the two Bunbury back heel, Hani cuts in yeah. curls Maybe the, to open the scoring against like Monterey. It. it was a fucking goal. Mm-hmm. The weirdest offside decision yeah. doesn't make any sense. Horrible Alex decision. Will, nowhere near <laughs> anything. The keeper didn't even know Alex Will was yeah. ever born or existed yep. in that Horrible moment. Horrible decision. Yeah. Crazy. That's but a great call. Make that call. your goal yeah. of the if, season, if, honestly. I mean, probably was the loudest has ever been that. Might have been also equally yeah, as loud. The roof came off. That. The roof came off. <clears throat> uh, yeah, sucks it didn't count, but such a good goal. Probably the best goal I've seen. We've seen live. That's a and good it didn't goal. Even count. The goal that wasn't, but yeah. it kind of makes you remember it more. In a way. That was a, the classic also, Fergie time no goal. Yeah. Like, uh, oh. like the the coaches and the president of Liga Emekis had all been talking about like. Our teams have been getting screwed over so hard, yada yada. Like uh, th- yeah. to me, that was a hundred percent of front office. Hey, we can't give them this goal. Also, this was like yeah, we're clawing back. Like, this was also probably like peak Hani, like back to back MVP, yes. and like that was like, oh, he's it's over. Like yeah, that, he scored him. that, yeah. and I was like, yeah, it's over. Yeah. It's yeah. done. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. It's amazing we were at that point, and that's that's yeah, it. I all know. feels like a dream. Yeah. 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 It does. Yep. That's a good shout. Yeah. Uh, that's a, and it's a deep cut that's because why they it's not the, in the record as a goal. Obviously, it was yeah. not, and we that's we a true fan through that game. Right there. Also, with that's so it. with everything that happened in in League's Cup, and maybe this is just going to be the League's Cup podcast. It's probably inevitable as you're talking about the season. It just it just weighs yeah. heavy on the memory, and it was just so special. But like the Monterey game specifically, it's it's you can't gloss over it. I would put forth that that was our best result in the history of the club to win two nil in that semifinal over Monterey um, because the competition for it would be, you know, our playoff wins um, in MLS, the win over Toronto, you could say the win over Orlando that we had. But I think that win over Monterey, a Monterey team that was so good, they were strong. Fucking Funes More scoring, uh, starting and just like in general, the quality that was on display from them, it was just like just that. I mean, and that's the best team I've seen come to Nashville and play was that Monterey team. I was like, holy moly. But we, we stood there and 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 held firm and and defended and um and then yeah did did get the two goals as well a candidate for goal of this of the season as well maybe I'll uh, just make it mine I I think we got one of the uh, the first time finishes from uh, from Surge in the in the Monterey game as well 
if I'm not mistaken. Anyways, goal of the season for for you for 2023 is it League's Cup or somewhere else? Uh, you know, it, it must be League's Cup because it was surge and it was early in his stay. Uh, which first uh, game uh, was it his debut? I'm talking yeah. about the one where he kind of like tracks from midfield like up that left hand side he's like the work rate's insane and then Hani plays him in over the top he's just in position this is the e- this is his first goal for the club there equalizer you go. Yeah, against club america yeah yep. yeah yeah that was just yeah. outstanding dude That's probably um, so this is what set off the yeah. sequence of events yes right that led to the moment that yeah. we but had that yep. that just that amount we were of still effort in the stadium for that obviously. yes yes well donald wasn't donald left and missed that 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 amount of effort so i was walking was out because i thought it was over i was like i gotta get away from these fucking fans but um, but Where I went, were you sitting? I went and I was in my normal seat and oh, then at, I watched right. the, the dying ember, what I thought were the dying embers of the game. I went and watched it behind kind of like the, uh, yeah, me and him both the, went the beer stands there, yeah. which I like the view that you yeah. get from there. Actually, I've done this a couple times, but to watch the, that whole play yeah. go from there, it's basically behind the supporter section. And then to see the surge equalizer from there. And I'm just like yeah. hugging some person that I'd never seen before and I'll never see again. But that's how you know it's a big moment because I remember that's got to be goal of the season when we yeah. watched the first MLS win, the Guppy win in Dallas, outside of the uh, God whatever bar that is, He's hugging strangers. Yeah, yeah, He's hugging, hugging some random. That is people. how you know. That is how you know it's a moment. Yep. This. Let me this, ask a question: Was the wheel volley last year or this year? The wheel volley. We remember, had we had wheel you, cutting in on the left, your side of the field, and he like smashes it across the net. That was last year. That was last year. Okay, that's what I couldn't remember. Um, that was a great goal last that, season. I, yeah, I love that. Yeah, yep. I, love I think Mio had another one this year though. That was like similar. he had another one where he cut in like yeah. that, and he's cut it. He's, he's good for cutting in on the left. Yeah, I love that, that guy. One banger. Here. I know. Yeah, it's hard not to like him. Don't put anything easy. No, no tap ins. No. Tell him he can smoke afterwards. Did we hit all the favorite moments of 2023? I think then. I think so. Probably. Favorite or sorry, all the goals. We get all the goals as well. I just had a quote from Perks of Being a Wallflower. And Please. In that moment, more I swear quotes. we were infinite after that oh Surge debut. It's beautiful. What was your, Daniel, was yours the cry, Surge goal? It was the Surge okay. debut. Yeah. I kind of wouldn't have to probably say If I saw thing. it, because I probably would have We just put needed it. it. We year, needed but. it after it just – it was the perfect palate cleanser. I'll give an honorable Aki mention Loba. to uh, – I really love Schaffelberg's goal. This was the second home match of the year. Yep, I know the one. early stretch of the season where we were doing really well. Again, easy to forget, but – you know, deserves remembering. Um, that was when we were like, we were wearing the black every game and just things, it felt like everything was possible in that moment. We felt infinite, you could say. In that moment. <laughs> and uh, he hit one of those like near posts, just he hammered the ball. Yes. Just like he hit yes. it so hard. Way too hard. Stop it. It. It I love that. Awesome. Love that type of finish. And it always looks better coming from like a left footer too because there's Absolutely. something kind of unexpected about it. Yeah. Tua effect is what they call that. It is the Tua effect. <laughs> is that what it's it is? Yeah. And finally yeah. we arrive at what the ultimate purpose of this podcast is. <laughs> is talk about Tua? Is Shout two, out to Anon. Is Tua Anon. We are legion. Hey, we're back up. We had a, we had a down week. Mom- now we're momentary back Momentary blip. Well, all us Titans fans in the room, are, uh, we, we, we got no – Fear, no worries about respect to Frank Wachek. We take, we take care of you guys. RIP big up, big up to Frank Wachek. RIP eighty nine. Frank Wachek, obviously, obviously. All right, non Hani Mukhtar MVP. Who would you say, Donald? What do you got? Ooh, I almost thought about Panico. Because be I'm going back. I'm going back. Cup was so magic. I'm yeah. going back to just Lee Cups because I think it's just like the peak of our season. That like that's yeah. one of my favorite memories, and so I go from there. Don't fight it. Uh but. I'll give a shout out to Panico. I'm gonna give it to McNaughton, actually. Sure. Great pick. Uh, what a just, signing. Yeah. Just because low expectations came in and I honestly thought he was 
our best defender out of Agreed. everyone. So not only were expectations low, that he was like actively disliked yeah. in Toronto, right? We were told yes. we were uh, he was like an own goal, goal he, merchant. He, he, yeah. he came, could not stop. He came in with like his last two goals were own goals. Yeah. Some was, Toronto associated person said he is the worst defender in the league. Yeah. Yeah. Which always believe anything you read on the internet. Yeah. Of course. And that's the moral. <laughs> yeah. I might be in love with him, so that also Yeah, there was yeah. just no way a guy that hot was gonna be bad. Yeah. And he's Wild. an architect, which and a model in the heaters mm. world checks every box. <laughs> yeah. It's he's it's like he he's was like, engineered by the heaters. Design to be, yeah. Canadian <laughs> yeah. sexy. If he yeah. shows up with a necktie, like yeah. watch out. There's nobody in the fan base I want to fight more than the people who think Milkman is better than Luke. Whoa. I can't I've I've run out of energy this year for the Milkman Wars. Um, <laughs> I like Milkman. He was good to start the I'm year. I'm about to heel turn so hard All on I'm Milkman. saying, bro, is I, I would have been fine with the start Milkman over Walker arguments for a lot of the season. Is our best yeah. center back pairing who, uh, Mayer and McNaught? I think there's who a good argument that it could have <laughs> oh been this God. year. Well, that was, I don't disagree with that. Yeah. So Mayer was a can't. workhorse this year. He had some very, and he's my non-handy MVP. Okay, good. Yeah, get into it. And that's, I mean, I'm on the record as a Mayer hater. He has some pretty bad fuck ups. He was bad at the end of the year, though. He I does. don't know about that. I don't know about that. I think that. he he one. I think caused a couple penalties, at least one. He had a handball. I think. I think was it was the, two near the end. Yeah, yeah. two not near the to, end. Uh, not to rain on your thing. Those stand. Yeah, I'll say he was very good to begin. I think. Did he get injured at one point? Mm-hmm. Is that what it was? Yeah, pre-injury. Like, he logged a shit ton of minutes. He was though. pre-injury. He was better than Walker, and yeah. this is what well, you said. You couldn't hear me. Right? I said Walker was our third best defender this year. Oh yeah, no, uh, yeah, no. Make the mayor case. I'm here so, for it. Um, Jackie Boy, the milkman, uh, played a ton of minutes. He comes twice on Saturdays. He does um, come, as I say. He, he does comes, come twice, comes on, twice on Saturdays. <laughs> Pause for effect. Pause. <laughs> uh, excellent passing percentage this year. Um, Obviously, had some very visible mistakes. I think it was 88% passing. I think that was best yeah. among our defenders. And um, yeah. so when I went back to the film room and just crunched the numbers, he just jumped out to me. So mm. You watched the All-22. Yeah. Um, much like Jared Stillman, my favorite talk show host here in Nashville, I I just let the tape talk. So I do like that our two options right now are defend- center backs, and none of them got the yeah. – or- all MLS team or whatever. Yeah, Jack like, Mayer. Hey, Jack that, Mayer. That d- uh, uh, designated player, uh, start yes. World Cup starter. Like fuck that guy. Yeah. Jack Mayer played the you, most Walker, minutes at center back for a defense that still was the best in the league. So that alone, Trade Walker, gives you a pretty good backing for at least case for a non honey MVP. I think he was also like MLS second eleven or whatever, as dictated by maybe the. Extra times at the MLS podcast crew. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Who you got, right. Davey? Non honey I'll, well, I'll say another thing just to add on my Lucas, just so people agree with me. We he also came in at a time we needed center backs. It is True. funny we've listed the two, yep. yeah, non Zimmerman like, center backs. Here Dupuis. The, like we, we, we had knew ye. we had no center backs. <laughs> yeah. And he well, came that in. Dupuis and, Dupuis we, we signed the hurt. I'm we tough on Mike. Dupuis. I'm tough on Mike. You guys know that. But uh, that seems like a pretty raw deal that LA did. Yeah. Uh, basically like lied about his medical, it seems like. So I'm not going to blame that. Buyer beware. I, I don't know about the recourse for it, but I mean, yeah. buyer beware. Like he's not, he's not, they didn't give him an option either. Right? No, they didn't. He's yeah, gone. So he's just, that was, yeah. that was it. Tough for him too, right? God like, bless yeah. God bless the broken Dupuy road that yeah, led, led to Luke McNaughton. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's way hotter. So right? obviously. Man, I came in. Is I he hot? Dupuy? No, I'm saying McNaughton is way I don't even know what Dupuy looks like. 
He kind of looks like a calendar. That's a real butterfly flaps. I think he kind of just looks like Romney. I'm glad it happened. Kind of looks like Romney. Yeah, I think he just was like literally came from the same team, played the same position, and also similarly looked like Romney. I think that's a fair argument, right? Romney probably could have just done a job in this team, right? Like I don't, I don't know that we needed to move on. It was tough. Is he the fourth best center back now? I mean, I think the reason to get rid of him was probably you were signing this guy who was like right a lot of people want i always thought mayor was going to be the starter a lot of people think Dupuy was going to be i was turns out maybe it's mcnaughton i remember so. that being my take at the beginning of the year that i thought it would be walker and Dupuy, and that was you know i don't know what happens next year with the three of them i mean does mayor drop to the bench now is it is it walker and mcnaughton i don't even know if i don't know it, maybe a topic three for, center backs back five maybe we get kinda, into it when we preview next season yeah we're looking at a picture of kind of romney-esque he's, you know? he's, he's not a fine looking guy he's not but, not hot yeah, he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's not about Romney levels of handsome. Kind of Andrew Randall's vibes, maybe? Davey, non-Honey MVP for you this so year. So I'm torn here because um, I thought someone would have said Panico already. So oh. uh, I, I probably – what I'm going to do is my original choice coming in because I thought Panico would have got said just for that League's Cup run. Yeah, I'm going to shout out Fafa. Yeah. Uh, and my reason for selecting Fafa wasn't on paper – I just love the chaotic vibes. Yeah. Uh, guy is basically a walking red card. Yeah. And that is like uh, he. I mean, I'm a Chelsea fan. Everybody knows that probably. Like he's like the MLS Ramirez for me. Like he was just like at any given moment, this guy could explode. Yeah. Uh, and I love that. Now it cost us a few times, but I think it's worth it to have that guy on the field. Generally speaking, um, I love the way he played. I thought he had an edge that no one in a Nashville side has ever had. Yeah. Um. Like he was like uh, a fast Brandon Allen. Like he he, he had this horrible <laughs> attitude, uh, but yeah. had the work rate to go with it. Yeah. Um, and I like loved that. Um, but Panico for me, like I said, I thought he would have got stated. I, I thought that guy was unbelievable, dude. Uh, I thought he was so good. I think he's such a nice guy. He works so hard. Um, and you know, I think like. There were moments last season, right? When remember when he like put Joe on the bench and played yeah. Panico, and he, yep. he he looked good in those spells. Joe is, I just think, like proven everyone wrong basically since he came. I here. I did wonder if anyone would say Joe Willis. I think he's been I great. Thought he might get to him before Panico. I yeah, thought, I thought he was. Good. I thought that. Might I have will been give Willis Joe his. Willis my played trivia with a group of supporters at Jackalope for the NSC team and played great trivia and talked shit. And it was awesome. Hell yeah. So he can Damn. have that MVP. I thought that's Poor who man. yours was going to be because yours says it was surprising. I was like, he might pick Joe. Well, because Joe, Joe was, was good. Joe was great. Joe was I great. thought he was done last year. But if yeah. you agree, okay. yeah. if we say in 10 years when I look back on the 2023 season for Nashville SC, League's Cup is the thing, the totally. run that we had, yeah. is the one that'll yeah, stick right. out. And what was a really kind of heartwarming storyline within that is Elliot yes. Panico starting throughout the entire thing and doing so well. And then. Yes, so heartbreaking for the round of penalty kicks in the final to get to keepers. Yeah. But in a way, it just speaks to how good he was because he Agreed. was the keeper that caused the penalty kick shootout to get to that point. God, talk yeah, about it's, moments it's not the pop them, when yeah. Panico made his stop in the uh, yeah, and I the think final. in the in the penalty kick shootout in the uh, final. My I that I thought we were gonna win it at that point, and I thought agreed. I was gonna shit my pants, have a heart attack. But. And I think the thing with Panico too is like you know you get the kind of hangers on with. Uh, with with a, a league's cup like that, like people who have never watched or whatever, and I think he took so much unnecessary flack after that miss, and like oh, like geez. just from the Twitter populace who isn't like the average soccer watcher. Luckily, and, I think I missed. All and of I hated that. Yeah, I didn't so, see any of that. Oh no, there was tons of it. Really? Like 
this guy's terrible. Yeah, yeah. it's like you're I remember just thinking X.com, like baby. You must be. I am, dude. You know, <laughs> during the Olympics when I'm they trot out those guy. stats, it's like the average <laughs> male thinks that they can like compete for an yeah, Olympic right, gold or whatever. Right. It's like, I wonder what percentage of those people think that they could like step up and like stop a goal, hit or... like a cup final penalty shootout kick. Um, it's probably a hundred percent. Yeah, I wasn't mad at them all for missing. I didn't. I was like, do we know anybody maybe. that's missed a penalty kick in like pretty bad fashion? <laughs> that might have appeared on this podcast <laughs> at any point. Oh. <laughs> Can't think of any. Uh, Not here to defend Sorry, myself. I wasn't even there. Writers that, for MLSsoccer.com. Yeah, that's, that's a stray. Uh, you know, writers there. Hello. Hold on. Her, hello, 14 Beers for teammate. For Don't knock Soccer him. section of Broadway Sports. He's one of our best, best forwards. Uh, no, I can't think of anyone. Um, all right. Well, I will make the full-throated case for Fafa Pico then. If no one else will because right. he did have the second most goals on the team after Hani. Um, and yeah, as you kind of said, Davey, he had a lot of the attributes that I think are lacking in the typical player profile of a Nashville SC signing. And the person, uh, the personality is part of it. I would say prickly personality is a good way to put it. Um, you could say hot-headed, but to me, it always felt sort of like a righteous anger. And I think he showed feelings that mirrored the way that a lot of fans felt absolutely when things weren't going well for this Nashville SC team which happens a lot of the time he would be someone who would show the emotions that I think a lot of fans felt um but it's not just personality things like that for one he, he got the second most goals on the team after honey we haven't had really players like him any players really that that get that amount of goals and he got goals no matter what he had a little bit of what i've always said would benefit alex will a lot a lot a lot of people would appreciate him more as a player if he could find a way like a little hacker a cheat code to get six seven goals a season a lot of people would be like damn that's actually a pretty fucking good player useful player he one of my lasting images for this season will be fafa pico wheeling away from a crowded penalty box after he found a way to bundle home on a set piece. He scored so many of those goals this season. He was He's not a big guy. Just at the right spot on the back post. Yeah, and he's got a big leap, but it wasn't even a lot of leaps. He just found a way to get goals from set pieces a lot. Um, but he could get goals in other ways, too. I loved his goal in the U.S. Open Cup. He picked up the ball like around the halfway line um, on the left and just dribbled yep, against yeah. Dallas. He just dribbled the whole way and had this kind of hazard-like finish to curl it in. Um, from the left to the bottom right corner. And there's no other Nashville SC players that score that type of goal that we've ever had. So he was very much something different in a lot of ways. Last thing I'll say about him is I think that he was courageous because things that are lacking in the typical Nashville SC player profile that Fafa Pico has in spades, if you're in a deep position with the ball, he'll say, I'll back myself to fucking dribble out of this and get out of here. Or I'm not just going to lump it long and clear it, Sean Davis. I want the ball, not Sean Davis. I will I will back myself to play a one-two and get out of this situation. Um, it's one thing to have the skill to do it, but then also you have to have the mentality to say, yeah, I'm going to fucking try it. I'm going to be courageous. Uh, there are scant few Nashville SC players that, that have that. And so to me, I wonder what will happen to this Nashville SC team without – Someone who I think was was very, very important. And again, I don't think I'll ever knocks on Gary, man. I really can't understand the way he doesn't start unless there's some kind of injury that we don't know about. But the first leg of the playoffs against Orlando, why does Papa Pico play like six minutes in that game? Agreed. I, 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 I can't understand it. But I, 
I loved him, and, and we'll get into outgoings uh, here soon. We should probably get into it because we're uh, this is a classic Paradise classic. Pod. Uh, we we have passed the hour point, folks. Cooking. We know you're sticking with us. Obviously, the dogs are sticking with it. We Just appreciate it. Out another musical interlude. <laughs> we're gonna have nine musical interludes. Those are here. my favorite parts. Drop <laughs> that Bill Withers. Yeah. Obviously, I'm gonna plug drop in the Bill Withers track. We're gonna drop that Bill Withers. Um, <laughs> we're gonna drop that "Come On Eileen" because we're gonna hit "Perks of a Wallflower" as you quoted as well. Love it. Da-na-na-na. Okay. Uh, actually, we should take a break, but uh, I think that gets us through this year. We can get into roster moves and we can start thinking forward to next year here in a sec. After I go think of this, huh? Yeah. Word. All right. So I grew up with sheets. I recently drove through your neck of the woods. Oh, out, out Virginia way. I was going. Yeah. To, I was driving to Philadelphia. Oh, dude, you probably went right through Davy Shepard's own Maybe. Winchester, Virginia. I might Hell have. Yeah, eighty-one. Uh, it seems like it's seventeen. More, is it more sheets out there than Wawa's? It is. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Wawa uh, was. But your lady's Philly, right? Yeah, Gab grew up in Philly, so that's so you're converted to Wawa. I went to school in Philly too. So okay, okay, okay. Drunk, three a.m. Eat a meatball with. Just the wall. Oh, His voice right here is is you sound like home to you, Davy, right here. <laughs> get to hoagies. <laughs> I'm gonna go down to shore, get to hoagies. Um no, yeah. I'm some definitely of, a some of Karen's family has the wildest. Delco. The Delco. If it's Delco, oh my god. You would not even believe it. It sounds exactly like this. You sound like I'm exaggerating, I swear to God. That's uh, exactly how it sounds. It's nuts. People just watch Mayor of Easttown. She nails it, dude. She's really good, she I know. Nails it, <laughs> I know. Dude. I know. Do they know people find it? Like entertaining? Oh, they fucking yeah, totally. know. I don't okay, know. they yeah. they play it up a little bit. They're into it. They're good sports. They're good. They're good people. Is this Philly Baltimore people. area? We're talking Philly accent. There's a lot of similarity. Actually, Stavi just had a great. That's bit why I'm on asking because your God. accent sounds just like Stavi. Stavi had a great bit on how Pittsburgh, this, Baltimore, every all of them think it's like so unique, but it basically yeah. it's, it's the, the same. same. Yeah, yeah right. it's the Mid Atlantic. <laughs> yeah, type of yeah, thing. Mid Atlantic uh, trash. <laughs> well, I wasn't gonna say trash, but it's of a certain, that's what Stavi would say of a certain socioeconomic uh, <laughs> strata. Yes, the working class Mid Atlantic. Yeah, there you go. All right. We've just about got 2023 for Nashville SC done and dusted, put to bed. Night, night, Nashville SC 2023. The Yotes sleep tight, our little Yote babies. Roster moves. Uh, we've got outgoings and we've got incomings already here in the young offseason. Uh, first, I think we need to spend a little time appreciating the annual fire sale of international spots for uh, the annual collection of GAM, the Six annual hour. hall. I do- I appreciate them like 
just doing it in one transaction mm-hmm. yeah. at a time. Like just, yeah. hey, we're just going to get this out of the way in once. We all know what this is. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. get a discount if you bundle it. Here's yeah. the market so. rate, folks. <laughs> Here's what it's going for as oh. determined by Nashville SC. What I, I would like to, to see more clarity, and I asked Ben about this on the uh, AMA he was doing. <clears throat> Where does that money go once we get it? Like, who are we buying down? No one knows. Can we? Is it knowable? No one knows. You can track it, but they don't tell you. It's not like we can see the salaries. We can see the fucking Johnny Bumfuck. So could someone say like, okay, so, so salary is, a year, but is book value this, and then we bought it down? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think you can. Okay. The, the only just, way yeah. we'll probably find out is if like, I don't know if they can, but if they like bought down Zimmerman, uh, and then we had a free DP spot, and then we're like, oh, how do we get that DP spot? And that's why. So it is inherently unknowable is what I'm hearing. Yeah, you can Unless track it. Yeah. Because that's what we're using it so for, So to right? find out, you have to get three owners, and then they're in your downline, and then they, gotcha, they get three gotcha. more owners. So if I get someone to buy the team in San Diego, <laughs> Does, then I can see. That's it. Is you go money work for you. You go platinum. Make your money work for you. Um. Is it fake money? <laughs> it matters, Donald. What's well, real? We can't Wait. have the international spots. We need this fucking game. You What's idiot? real money? Well, I'm just saying, like, so, like, in, we get this money, and then just is one this is just less, one dollar. Well, this is just That's less money that like Ingram has to spend on salary, and he's just—is this why we do it? Is I because hear he's people. Just like, I think no, in theory I, that is the selling point, right? I don't know. I think people against the cap are envisioning yeah. this like Scrooge McDuck pool of gam that we have that is just ever it's growing. Literally what I picture. Yeah. <laughs> but that's like we use it for stuff. Yeah. But it doesn't feel like we have a big salary, like a, a big wage bill. Like, like yeah, it's that's necessary that we, we have we all this game to buy down the salary. That's yeah. Yeah. Listen, I think the only morally defensible stance is to choose I think we have a cheap to never learn how the financial mechanisms of major league soccer work. Yeah. I have never understood it and I never will. And I'll never take the effort to learn it. And I think that is the only morally defensible stance when it comes yeah. to gam, tam, okay. wham, It's like bam. a scene and it's Thank always you, sunny. He's like, uh, how does a self-sustaining economy work? I don't understand how our economy works. <laughs> is what he said. <laughs> I've been watching yeah. so many episodes of that lately. That's that that's, hits me right in the heart. Um, well, and just a quick note for <clears throat> RIP, our five international spots. We hardly knew ye. Uh, we hardly knew Dupuy, <laughs> so I'm going <laughs> to say it now. Uh, okay, so out of contract, um, some big names. Uh, Fafa Pico, as we mentioned, uh, but yeah, also, yeah, uh, Dax McCarty, the big one, the man brought in to be the captain for this club. I think there's a story there. As we started, what is the story? I don't know it, but I, it oh. just feels like there is a story there. Would, are you saying that you think that Dax would have liked to have stuck around in the club said, hey, we're going to move on? We're not going to give you maybe what you think you should make here? Is that what you think it is? Well, remember those like Colorado rumors crept up like midway through the season that it was like a done deal. That's where he was going. No, like, they, no. like I, I think people thought they were going to trade for him mid-season and really? stuff. Yeah, it was like a big thing. Um, Somebody would trade for like before the window closed. Colorado. I, just, I yeah. saw the Colorado rumors in the last like couple weeks. I don't remember. Yeah. That. No, no, no. It was before that. This was what like seen well recently, yeah. in like 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 the summer. Like it was people were still talking. Well, mid-season, about that. he was a big part of the Renaissance, uh, the Daxessance. He was. Um, 
he was a big part of how why we were playing so well in the first quarter of the MLS season. Um, so I don't know I that, if yeah. he ends up there. Uh, I actually I think that's where he does end up. But um, I think I think he's so close to setting like the games played record and stuff. It doesn't make any sense for him. Consensus not to seems to be he could do two more seasons and he could hit the record. Yeah. And Who was it? Kleischen? Two uh, more seasons. Uh, Beckerman? I don't know. But it might be Beckerman or yeah. Um, for outfield players, well, I think yeah. he might hit it for all players, which would include so, that keep. Whose name escapes Look, me. man, I think I've been hard. Uh, you guys are in the group chat with me, so you know that I'm harsher on Dax than probably most of the the fan base is. Um, I get worn out with You're it. You're cut from a similar cloth genetically. I feel. Yeah, you, yeah. you caught the taller jeans, right. but he's got the more athletic ones for sure. Um, <laughs> no, I like Dax. I like what he brought to the team leadership. But I just think there's it didn't like the 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 way it came out and. I don't know. I think there's something there that's going to come out. I don't know when it comes out. It, it that that didn't end great is what I'm saying. I, I can guarantee you that. I got I got the vibe he was not happy. I from his like Instagram post or whatever was like, yeah. I felt like I think most fans felt, which is that you really hoped he would end his career here. Totally. And that seemed like it was, was the most likely bound. thing to happen. Uh, I would have been totally fine with that yeah. if the end of his career would have been the end of this season or last season. I could last, not have taken yeah. another season of it. Well, I think the issue with Dax McCarty and his utility is that he became so important to the team even this year, in his fourth year here, and he's, what, 37 now, something like that, is that you would hope that there would have been some different ideas around how to squad build and replace him in midfield with a midfielder who – he remains the only midfielder that can move the ball forward in any way, that's got any kind of vision – that has any kind of progressive idea, that has any kind of sense for how the game is being played around him. Um, John Davis doesn't have that. But uh, so, yeah, I it, it's it's not his fault that they never signed anyone to replace him. And so he came back into the team in a formation that really suited him for a long time in the diamond in the base of it. And he fucking looked like Pirlo for a minute as kind of deep-lying playmaker that was – I mean, we we saw as many good moments from Dax in that role this season as we ever saw from Dax um, in four years. But, you know, it it's like we talked about at the very beginning is he he's become very high risk, high reward. He's just older and he can just kind of, you know, he can get oh, if, if he's the base midfielder in a midfield three for you, you're going to get overrun by a lot of opposing midfields in MLS because he's just he's a little Dax guy. So, so I think for me. I'm just ready for I, I'm ready for it to I'm ready for the pain I'm fine I'm ready for the midfield suck. Does it does it feel like if and when Dax moved on it'd be like yeah we're moving on to the next thing hopefully yeah, I think you either have to or you get worse midfield. and that's what like my buddy the, at the beginning of the season asked how he asked how I thought the Titans would be and I told him not bad enough. And I think that's still my answer. They're not going to be bad enough to get a draft pick that actually makes a difference to make them reach the next level. And yeah. I think, like, while Dax is there, I think you're absolutely right. He covers enough. It's like flex seal. You're not really fixing the issue, but you're just throwing the flex seal on there. Yeah. And, like, we get by, but I, I don't want to see the team get by. I want to see them thrive. And either Mike will have to, like, fix it, or he won't, and we just get worse. But either way, to me, like, we're, we're moving towards something. I know a lot of people probably aren't willing to look at it that way, but that's just how I feel. Dax seemingly gone, though. If we had to give the eulogy for the club's first captain, a player who's undoubtedly been important and has had a lot of amazing moments here, what, what, how would you you know, describe the career of Dax McCarty in his four years at Nashville SC as he helped us come into the league? 
you hear people talk about culture carriers. Um, I think he is one of those players, knew how to be a professional, taught people that, you know, it was kind of a hodgepodge of guys. I mean, that's just the nature of an expansion franchise. So I, I was there at, I can't even remember what bar it was downtown where they had Mookie Betts. And, Deja uh, vu? It was not Deja Vu, but basically during the expansion draft. And they had uh, – Oh, uh, oh Derek yeah. Derrick Henry. Was Derek wild? Henry was Old Red. Old Red. Old Red. Sure. I mean, it's you could have literally said any bar. <laughs> like Shelton's Old Red. Sure. Are yeah. any of them that different, really? Uh, nope. Couldn't tell you. Anyways, he was there. Once Shout time, out that bar. <laughs> um, so, I just remember him from that moment and just be like, all right, like, that's a guy I've heard of. I can get behind this. Like, this is cool. So He was there at the very beginning. And it, yeah. he was the big – and he was the player that people knew – as a capped member of the U.S. Men's National totally. Team and a MLS veteran already at that point, and a very, very good player, an MLS Hall of Famer, as it were. Um, and it felt – if it was like, all right, this, that's a great signing to start. He was there in person. He yep. talked. To, you to knew people. he was going to be the captain right away. Yeah. And that was, matters. You oh, talked totally. about, um, yeah, the things that we can't really know or understand or the things that aren't like a, a FIFA stat line if you're at 80 or a 90 in this or that, uh, the immeasurables, the intangibles. But also, I will just say for Dax, um, the type of midfielder that I prefer to a lot of other Nashville SC midfielders, Sean Davis, uh, he is someone who has an idea of how he wants to move the ball forward, that wants the ball, that has vision, that is progressive, that has game sense, that has some feel for the game. Um, it's not like he was ever the most athletically gilted, gifted, the most technically gifted, but he was a gamer. He had game sense. He had passion. He had some fucking dog in him. He had some fight. Um, he had some bite. And uh, he is the one Nashville SC midfielder ever who would move the ball forward. I mean, that's just it. So, Any parting thoughts for Dax McCarty, Donald? No, nah, man. Uh, he did good couple years uh i just i don't have sentimental value to these players yeah okay my answer for all of them like yeah thanks Wouldn't be done for me lately yeah. yeah at the end of the day it is a business so thanks and, know uh, that and he was he was good this year yeah. in stretches i care um, more that but like, the, you're left with the parting memory and he did so you have a podcast the ball for the yeah it's very it's good, really good. MLS so, journeyman and he talks about it almost became must listen for Nashville SC fans I feel like this year because he would talk about Nashville SC a lot yeah and the podcast that he had journeyman really started going off during leagues cup and so we had some great uh kind of insight into the team's thinking and during that time period as well right. so it's Dax actually come really on the pod. good he'll have a fantastic media career again I hoped he would continue to play in Nashville until he was done playing and then go straight into the media career that he seems to be set up for now and I guess that's not going to happen. But well, it uh, seems like MLS will hire him. He'll be he'll be great in Apple yeah. TV and all that stuff as soon as he wants to do yeah. it. But it seems like he's going to keep playing. So now, how weird will it feel to line up against Dax McCarty in MLS next season potentially? It'd be a weird feeling, won't it? I think so. Um, <laughs> what Davey knows. Davey's like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more sentimental, I, I, I guess. Uh, Just know we have a better chance on Spotify. Fafag- Fafag- hey, we cheer for the. the- the crest, not the name on the back of the shirt. Man. Amen, brother. Depends on if Sean Davis is starting or not. Is <laughs> <laughs> the real answer. Uh, Fafa Pico gone, and he's going to take some replacing. We got one season of Fafa Pico, and you know I could have used more than that. I think that he would have been 
Uh, I'm still hopeful he's one who the the contract just doesn't work out well so elsewhere when we bring him back. Well, he can still come back, right? Yeah. Because they, I think they declined his option as the thing, or he. There's talk of him now. He's linked with Liga MX teams. I don't think yeah. he'd be out of place at that level no, at all. Not at all. Um, and I think that uh, he uh, he'd really take some replacing. I think that if you look at what the starting eleven would be like right now, if we started MLS play next season without Fafa Pico, it's weaker than this year's strongest starting eleven. Largely because of, of his absence, and also the absence of Dax, who, at his best, was our best central midfielder this yeah. year. Totally. So, yikes. Um, <laughs> you lost two important players. You lost two important Pretty players. important guys. Um, Luke Hawkinson gone also. Um, I just want to give everyone a chance. There's everyone a chance to, you know. We'll always have the Toronto. match against Toronto. I'll never forget it. Me either. Moments. We were, we, Gary never we forgot it about either. Moments. That's why he kept playing them for two and a half years. All-time top moments for me. Fuck it. I'll take all the uninspiring <laughs> appearances off the bench from Luke Hawkinson for how hype that yeah. comeback against Toronto and Nissan Stadium was. That is my top. Did we go back three and look? Nashville? Was Luke McNaughton on the field for that? Did we go back? Did anybody ever track That's that back? That's a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful I question. So. I have no idea. Please, let's find that out as soon as possible. Schaffelberg might have been. Schaffelberg might have been. Yeah. Schaffelberg scored against Nashville yeah. at least once, if not yeah. twice. Huh. Huh. Yeah. We're just just guys Sliding talking doors dudes. Moments, guys like talking that. dudes. You remember that guy? Classic, classic yeah. sports talk. Those are the outgoings. Did you? Is there anything you felt like you needed to say about Luke Hawkinson? No, again, I just I want to. It'll see be good. It would be a good sign if there was a a substitute we could bring off the bench that had a little bit more attacking thrust and was a little bit more exciting, yeah. more of a spark offensively off the bench. Than I Luke thought Hawkinson, Dax was right? a good sub. It just yeah. we weren't built to use him like that. I will um, say this. Or sorry, go ahead. I was saying then. Yeah, all the guys. As long as we replace them with someone better, I don't care. Agreed. That's how I am. Hopefully like, we will. Which it doesn't seem like no. we are. My last so. memory of Hawkinson is, you know, in whatever minute they get up to go warm up off the bench and they walk kind of right in front of where we sit, he always seemed the most, like, fired up about warming up. I am so glad you said that. That is one thing that is strange to me. We sit right where the opposing <laughs> players warm up um, during the match uh, when they go get, like, they're running in, they're stretching it and stuff. And it's always crazy to me that – it's it's been crazy to me to learn that most players that have not started the game do not watch the game. They do not watch it. They do not give a shit. They do their warm up. You know, they're not aloof necessarily. They might interact with the fans, whatever. But they're they they're not watching the game. But Luke Hawkinson, I used to watch him warm up because he was always on the bench, warming up uh, at Nissan. He'd be down there to the left of the supporter section at Nissan where we used to sit, and he is someone who was. In the game, game face. As he was, yeah. as and he he would bang the sidelines, yes. and he was in the game in the moment. And it's a little bit of what you think that you would be like when you're a fan. You'd be like, if you know what, if I was fucking out there, I'd be just like that. I'd be fucking into it. I'd be watching it. I'd be in the game as a sub, even if I wasn't in. And you, but, it's crazy to learn that that's not the norm. Most players that are warming up, truly, they if you come on in the 80th minute, they didn't watch a second of the game. Luke Hawkinson wasn't like that. He cared about the game and i think that's you think that's because a, good, they know, a nice thing you can say they about they're Hawkinson. gonna go watch cut-ups of what they need to watch after the game anyway and like that we serve to them on our I ipad know. i don't know he's coddled but wouldn't you athletes. think that as a sub i'd say i'll get a feel for the game oh i'm noticing that there's a little bit of a vulnerability here maybe i can get at the left back maybe i can get at the midfield here they don't watch it 
They just come on and get whatever they're. I got coaches from the for coach. that. I guess so. They, they get paid. To it's go just on. not what I would expect, and Luke Hawkinson wasn't like that. No, and uh, you know he could go tear up USL probably if he wanted to. I think he scored double digit USL goals before he started playing for us in MLS. R.I.P. Sweet Prince Luke Hawkinson. I'll miss you if no one else does. Yeah, right? happy trails. Um, to all those guys. Some other outgoings that but don't really matter at an hour and thirty minutes into the pod, but. Do want to talk about the two incomings? We've already signed two players. We've signed a former U twenty two initiative, U twenty two DP for New York Red Bulls, Drew Yearwood. Trisha Yearwood. <laughs> we signed Trisha Yearwood. We, and hopefully, she could do a job in midfield. We would be remiss not to recount Ben's funny joke about him <laughs> managing to actually hit a fan in the stands yes, at the Red, at Red Bull on purpose. <laughs> That Which the, is fucking okay. sick. Well, one of the bigger laughs. I don't think he meant to hit the fan on purpose. He meant to kick the ball in the stands. On yeah, purpose. but the joke is that it'd be hard to uh, pick out Davey an individual fan. We're fan saying, well, that's the joke. We're yeah, saying yeah, he the did. Joke, right. oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. The accuracy required yeah. To, yeah. to hit one of the dispersed fans. Great laugh. We all know Drew Yearwood. We all have been hoping that Nashville SC would sign him. And so... You know, is he the answer? Is he is he the progressive uh, central midfielder that the team's been lacking? I, what do you think? No, we don't know. Who I, is I don't this know. Guy? Maybe I, I don't know. He barely played. I've made. I've said for three years in a row that Nashville SC should sign no less than three central midfielders, and so now we got one. So yeah, we got one. I mean, like the starters are going to be Anibal and We did Davis sign Sean Davis in that time, who does things. But I think he can be better. Should I, did, I just Sean, should I just I did talk too. about my I I didn't mean for this to be the subtweeting Sean Davis I don't podcast. Dislike Sean. It's just not my my type. It's not my subtweeting. That you keep saying his name. It's just I I prefer a different type of central midfielder. As a Tottenham someone fan. who is a little bit <laughs> I tell you what, if I'm a manager you could see how a manager would have a hard time not playing a Sean Davis if you've got him in your team because he's going to give you certain guarantees, certain guarantees out of possession, certain guarantees moving towards your own goal. Yeah. Um, defensively, we're talking about, right? Um, and so if I'm You know Gary what he Smith, needs? It's just like a, a cool haircut or something. A neck tap. Neck tap. Yeah, dude. Like something to He's up got a the, cool Instagram influencer mom, you know? Get him like a him sponsorship deal or something. Like a, we need more Boner testosterone pills? out of him, dude. Yeah, man. Hair loss like treatment. He needs something, dude. He needs, he needs, something. He needs podcast advertisers. Add that to the yeah. list. Just like. He needs manscaped. Know, man. There's just something <laughs> missing there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. Maybe. Like get him when they're talking about lawn. Dude, I got hit whatever. with a manscaped ad in a fortune cookie this week. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you getting fortune cookies with podcast? China Spring, Bellevue, Tennessee. Shout out. Shout out. They got like the nine year old kid running the register, his sister helping him. That's good. It's a family operation. I found a Manscaped. They're doing podcast ads in the fortune cookies. It was wild. Yeah. It was I just on the back of the fortune. And I've nicked my ball so many times. Hey. So it's, and folks, it's this been is a good. great time to tell you that if you use Beauty's code pain. Paradise Pod twenty <laughs> five, yeah. you're gonna get twenty five percent off your get first the... batch of Manscaped products. It's a yeah. great gift for like you know. I'm a sucker for your podcast. dad, for instance, or During your, season, your you best friend Donald. You can get him a Manscaped package. Make sure he's looking good down there. So you're gonna get the Crop Dust Reviver to ball toner. Ball I listen toner. to podcasts. I know all the shit that they talk about, yeah. um, and that's why I'm telling you, code Paradise Pod twenty five. I don't regret it, man. It's been a uh, I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> okay. No, our, our discount code's the scientist. Uh, the dis- discount code scientist. 
we signed another guy too, some fucking Charlotte kid. I don't know. So official Charlotte FC correspondent Jared says that. Uh, oh, well, quote. I think he was good. So that's they're all I saying got. this uh, Canadian kid seems like a done deal. No, yeah, he'll be like, a Huntsville guy probably. He's but. got a funny yeah, that, name. What's his name? Wubins. Wubins. I don't know, man. Seems like a like a Rios. Woo boy. The Wubin uh, brothers. I tap my knowledge with like, the just knowing that he exists. Yeah, seems like a Rios Lancaster type player. Oh, you guys! I was some breaking MLS news. They're saying Caleb please. Porter, New England, new, I saw that. new most hated team in the league. Bro, I saw he was out of. I was looking back through recent MLS Cup winners. Uh, the year that Columbus Crew knocked us out of the playoffs, they yeah. went and won it with Caleb Porter. Caleb Porter not in work currently. Sign well, him up, Ian, Ian. For fuck's sake! No, well, no, 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 no. that Porter was my number one rule. They had Dude, to wait to fire Gary until yeah. after Caleb Porter. He's, was he's out of a job. Let's no, get him he in. Uh, just got so he's going to New England. Right? He's going to New England. Yeah. Well, damn. Uh, that's that's a. Why was he available? I'm sure he'll do well. Because he's got a hate. He just took a year off, face. I think. I think everybody hates him, too. Yeah, he but seems to be horrible to work with. He did win MLS Cup. So. Well, Columbus fired him because they sucked so bad for two years after ever, they won that we Cup. We ever figure out why Banner Arena got fired forever. from New England? What's that? We ever figure out why Arena got fired from New England? bullying or something like that. Dickhead. Yeah. There was one uh, press conference Pussification where... Pussification of America. Um, yeah, Ben gets him up from Speedway, and Club and Country gets him up, too, on YouTube. I like to watch the coach press conferences before and after games. And there was one where, for some reason, it was against New England, and the Bruce Arena interview happened to get, like, left in, or it was also in the same, like, Zoom interview or whatever. And what a stark contrast he cut to Gary Smith, who, for whatever you want to say about him, is a very respectful guy extremely thoughtful. journalists in the room we like to laugh at like he had the fucking gaff of the like we make the playoffs it's our best accomplishment in the history of sports or whatever but other than that uh seattle just scored folks in monday night football where everyone in the room is excited about this. what we got seahawks <laughs> is it jake bobo who we got i just hate Nick Sirianni. okay was was JSN. jsn i will i'm not a, everybody quit Gino. looking at this buck guy we don't the like them game. No, but just I have no action on this game, so I don't really care. I Bruce Arena, I'm with you. I Bruce Arena seems like this, a damn. Bruce Arena's a prick. But I hate Nick Sirianni so much, and we don't like Bruce uh, Sirianni either. Would you say Nick, Nick Sirianni? Nick Sirianni, yeah. Is he a Sheets guy or a Wawa guy? Uh, we got probably out. Wawa. Guy. We got to get out of this pod. <laughs> uh, this is what the people pay for. Well, this gets us into off-season priorities as far as signings. So Drew Yearwood in, McKenzie Gaines in, some kind of wingery type Luke Hawkinson substitute off the bench situation or perhaps needing to be more of a Fafa Pico situation, a wingery type guy. So that's what the business that we've got done. They're all presumed depth guys. It's, well, I think that we might be expecting Yearwood to start. Trisha. But let's say, let's say these are all like borderline starter types. What are the other off-season priorities for you? What do you think needs to happen as far as incomings? I mean, An- another midfielder. Yeah. Central that, midfielder. That kicks the ball towards the other team's yeah. goal. A, be- a better than Yearwood midfielder. A, a nailed-on starting central midfielder. Agreed. MLS vet. Uh, okay. I kind of like the younger, though. I actually think say. my other one is maybe controversial. What's that? Left bat. Sure. I think we need a starting left back. We I could think, use any backup fullback. I think Lovett's best days are behind him. And I think uh, if not for some other guys taking a lot of the flack last year, uh, I think there's an argument that uh, as far as like the regular 14 guys that gets minute, he was in the bottom two or three. I Honestly, I thought Lovett's was decent last year. I thought towards the end of the season he wasn't, but the whole team was bad. 
I just but, think age catches up with everybody. I love the guy. He's one of my favorite yeah. players that's ever played here. Yeah. I uh, thought at the beginning of the season he was one of our best players, but a fullback that could slot into other. I mean, we don't have a legitimate backup yeah. fullback in either right back or left back, so it's a problem. I'd like to see a signing in fullback for sure. Yeah, a fullback. Um, what positions would you like to see targeted, Donald? What do you think? Uh, I feel like I'm about to list off the whole fucking team, but uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, pick, I mean, fire everybody. If you, damn had to, it. if you had to pick one or two to uh, prioritize for the scouting department, top three are. I also agree. I mean, I I thought Lovis was fine, but we do need some sort of backup fullback. To yeah. either Shaq and Lovitz. Yeah. Uh, midfielder, and we need like two wingers because we need a one replace Fafa. Uh, but we also have zero off the bench options usually yep. and some sort of attacking threat. We need a winger. I'm assuming we're not going to get a, another striker. So, yeah. You definitely need a winger, right? Like you need yeah. someone in that Fafa role. Just some. Yeah. I mean, if you take the, the, if, Gary is doing if showing us what he likes to do. It's everything's coming out of the channels. Yeah. You need more guys that can do that. Some I, type of attacking substance. Some player that is an attacker that can start or come off the bench and yeah. be like a spark more than Luke Hawkinson is or Liao. I mean, I love Liao, but he was he can't yeah. stay healthy and when he wasn't, he was not great. Another like time. Another topic by. that could be a full podcast and maybe will be during the off season, but. Um, We'll see what happens. They got a little bit of business done early, which I like to see, and it looks like we're getting younger, even though maybe trend, specifically yes. with Fafa, I don't know if I would have picked the particular old guys to do away with, but we'll see. A um, couple more things to just look forward to next year a little bit, and then we can get out of here. MLS made an announcement and a decision about U.S. Open Cup that – MLS clubs would not participate in U.S. Open Cup anymore, and MLS Next Pro clubs would be the representatives for the MLS umbrella as a whole in the most historic competition in in U.S. soccer. Um, some of you guys don't even give a shit, do you? You don't even give a damn, Donald, do you? No, nah, I think yeah, no, I don't. Uh, and I go to every U.S. Open Cup game. I bring people to those games. Like, I'm part of. The like three thousand people that see them live, yeah, and uh, I don't care about them. And I just feel like don't start here. Like, why don't you, why don't you make some better changes with MLS? Like, expand the roster rules so that you can sign more players, have more money. DPs, and then let the teams decide how much you want to prioritize money. U.S. Open Cup or that not. Was my, but the the games are very sparsely attended, aren't they? As we know, because we go to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. I don't. Yeah, think so you, you do, have your right to your opinion because you do go to those um, games. I yeah I don't think I don't think look I, I I mean I think expanding roster is like an issue in itself I don't think that's like a reason to keep open cup um I had already like this is probably the first year where I was like honestly could not do I could do without MLS Cup too like make it Europe where whoever wins Sports Shield wins the league because um, I just didn't care about idea. you could but, just decide that for yourself but, you could just end the regular season and say the supporter should winner yeah, is the champion but, but, Literally. That, but part of that was just like when you add in Lee's Cup like I just had so much fatigue towards the end of the season that like, a lot of games I don't think expanding the roster fixes the issue I just think it was way too many games and, too many competitions yeah and uh, like you have CCL you have uh, or CCC CCC now uh, so let me put it to you Lee's this Cup. way and if they're not gonna and MLS isn't gonna get like it sucks obviously if I had to pick the two like U.S. Cup has the history, but MLS is like, let's be real, they're a business. They're not going to get, like, 
be adults here and you know you can say oh it sucks that they're getting rid of history but they're gonna make the business decision as a fan though as yourself you would say okay match fatigue too many matches too many competition if you wanted to lose something in the schedule you would say give me more leagues cup type things give me less u.s open cup based on your own personal experience of having gone to all those matches yeah and and maybe nashville doing the miracle run plays a part in that and just like those games were so fun and maybe if i was like colorado or something like or a different team like uh i would have been like yeah i don't really care that much about the league's cup like open cup was more fun but um yeah if i had a something had to give i think it was just way too much and their decision was probably league's cup or open cup and like open cup is the obvious answer to that like i i like the open cup games but let's not act like mls took it serious anyways <laughs> yeah i think it's one of those people say it's a neat story but their yeah. their behavior does not indicate as yeah. much i mean we're in the people don't go to the games we're in the final eight and we still weren't playing our first team yeah. roster like well i i think this is one of those big things where could you tell me who won open cup this year I absolutely Houston. Houston Houston won it over Miami. Yeah. I only yeah. know that because I look. I literally looked it up because I couldn't remember. I was yeah, like, I don't I even like. It up too. I don't Houston care. Had a good year too. Yeah. They did. They, they, they hosted. Ben Olsen's Houston. Ben Olsen. Yep. You know. But um, also, you know the only thing people talk about every year of Open Cup is always the USL teams that like that make a run. That make the run. Well, I remember Sacramento Republic. Yeah, in the Sac- previous yeah, year. that's what I'm like. I really good Sacramento Republic. Obviously, Cincinnati. Cincinnati a few years ago. Yeah. Um, man, like I, I just think. American soccer, it's obviously such a try-hard culture, um, right? Like, you know, the authenticity aspect of it, and it's very authentic to care about this thing that's been around longer than anything else. Um, but, like, I just think when you the proof is in the pudding, right? And, like, yeah, the, uh, the most vocal supporters, the most vocal MLS fans hate this. Uh, but the most vocal MLS fans aren't buying the most expensive seats in the stadium. And I don't think make up most of the seats in the stadium. Most people barely know this competition exists. Yep. Oh, what are you, it's, it's a Tuesday night game. I got to pay extra. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good. Um, just, yeah. uh, or, you know, Oh, I opted into that. Um, you see, see if a friend wants to go. Yeah, with I got to pawn these tickets. You know what I mean? Somebody. Like, I, I like that. That's like the reality of it. I went to a lot of the games this year. I always enjoy it. I think it's fun. Uh, we were laughing in the chat. Like, we would have never got Brandon Allen's beautiful debut goal if it wasn't for playing against Berea FC at the Vandy Soccer. Like, yeah, there's very, very <laughs> funny memories to me personally. There's a good Nashville SC memory of a USL team in Nashville SC defeating an MLS team in yeah, US Open Colorado, Cup in Colorado, right? of yeah. course. Tim Howard, Colorado. Tim team. Howard, Colorado. And Tim Howard yep. didn't even play. Didn't even play, right? <laughs> Colorado it did was not still, care about Shut it up, Donald. It was Tim Howard, Colorado. On the turf. I remember the like, advertisements you, being was like, Tim there? Howard's we coming. I was there. there. We were all there before there, we yeah. fucking knew each other. How about yeah, that? Man. That's beautiful. So, um, yeah, something had to give. Um, hmm. I think... I agree. Give the teams the agency to say that we can would be my thing. I like, think that's the better way it, of doing it. Let the, just let the team. If if I want to play the kids, in let this me decide to let play the just, kids. Yeah, don't yeah. be like actually we're pulling. And I'm a huge. I've said this for literally decades of my soccer fandom. Like I think just winning begats winning. And like when Tottenham had those great teams a few years ago, that like the team that lost in the U. Uh, Champions League final. Like, I just kept saying, like, if this team could just win the League Cup, 
they'd be able to make the jump yeah. to being winners. Mm-hmm. And I think what you've done is removed the opportunity for MLS teams to become winners. Mm. And I think Houston Dynamo did it. Houston Dynamo has been a fucking joke for years, right? And, and they just became yeah. winners because they literally want they, In a way, Houston Dynamo, when you just look at the end of the day, they had as successful as a season as Cincinnati did because they won the same amount of silverware. I agree. And yeah, and like great. you've yeah. you've removed that opportunity for like a really good building block for team. I mean Nashville. How many times have we said they should they should try to win this thing, and they just had never done it right. Like you trot out a like second rate squad and whatever. So why don't we prioritize this because it's a it's a trophy. Yes, yeah. Right. For an so, aging squad. Yeah. I think you've removed that opportunity. Uh, I think it could have been good. And then the teams who didn't give a shit, they could have just you know played whoever. Phil, Phil Neville could have played his kids. Cup. It's a net. Uh, but I think you just add one. Like you, you've like it. L- let the teams decide, man. Because not everybody's going to be able to take League's Cup seriously either. Yeah. Some of these owners aren't going to foot the bill to fly people I just, around I don't think everywhere. you can do both. Like you as can't current, do League's Cup and Open Cup. In current conditions, no, you can't do both. Because yeah. then you also add in like international windows and like like this season was just between the multiple breaks and all the tournaments added. Like I was exhausted at the end. I didn't that's what part of the reason why I just did not care about MLS Cup was like I've already seen two tournaments plus you had Gold Cup and Nations League for like international and those those also yeah, I was just like, I mean I'm I'm done. <laughs> uh it was a weird kind of statement i feel like and decision for mls to make i just i'm maybe we should leave space for somebody like slape or a different type of fan that is a little bit more ingrained in like the traditions That's of fair. u.s soccer which do mean if you something. own a rochester rhinos shirt exactly yeah. so are you <laughs> so are you pro or against the like removing it open cup or you just like kind of give the teams I, option? I'm pretty indifferent. I, yeah. I don't care enough to be mad about it. Yeah, okay. I, I think at the end of the day, I actually think it is a bad business decision okay. is what I would ultimately say. I, I think the defense of it is this is a good business decision. And I actually think it's yeah. a bad business decision. I mean, probably decision. from like if you're not replacing with anything, yeah, that's less I'll tell money. you what. I would rather trim four games from the MLS schedule and leave space for U.S. Open Cup. That's also fair. Schedule. I would have been fine with that. Sure. They're not going to do it. That's the thing is like MLS isn't going to be like, yeah, let's give up. Don't give that, up that season ticket guaranteed game. But also, course, like, yeah. leaks, well, Open Cup ceiling, that isn't on Apple TV either. So they're not even getting the money from Yeah, that that's way. the thing. They don't make the money from it, right? So, like, we can all see it for what it's, it is. It's yeah. Tim Apple, yeah. So it's like, they're not going to give up MLS games that they get money off of TVs for an Open Cup because, what, history? I want someone to do, like, attendance or some some metric, you know, historic attendance records versus this coming season to see if there's a drop yeah. off or I did like oh see if people are going to boycott I think I, I just want to see what happens no yeah. one I is boycotting I think Slade. no one has ever boycotted anything ever Slade no, no one's going to boycott <laughs> uh, I think I could see a dip in like Lee's Cup at least like if the first like the groups the knock the group stage like maybe you just won't go to that as like a wait but as soon as Nashville like makes it to knockout they'll come back but um, I did like your tweet I think you tweeted about like you can't wait for uh, like everyone to cry about it and then oh, yeah. change. Save, save the open cup. Save the open cup yeah. just for like three thousand people just to show yeah, up. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Then that's gonna. And that's what's gonna at. happen. Yeah, just, is like if there's any significant change one way or the other, I'd yeah. be shocked. Yeah, but that would end up would be happening. Like no one would still go to open cup games yeah. just like now. And yeah, it's a good Tuesday night out. I go to them. I like them. I like them. I, I, I do too. Agreed. 
I, I usually give my tickets. Yeah, away. I usually get club seating because like it's yeah. cheap and they, like they typically give us day, yeah. those in yeah. the club. No big deal. And I always give them to. It's like a nice yeah. thing for me to do. You know. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. No, it's I, I enjoy them, but like I, you have to get rid of one. So Huntsville will games. be playing in our stead. Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. I, think yeah, I saw someone today that was Everyone like, just go if if it means that much to you, let's get a it's fucking not bus that far down the road. <laughs> let's go Come to Huntsville. Come on guys, let's all get No. I <clears throat> I think it's a conversation that's not over. I think I want to see Sipich. I could see it being a one-year thing where they the it, there's some kind of agreement is made to where MLS teams are back in this competition after next year. I, it, it seems strange and like it might mm. we might I think look it was back part of like an aberration. I it could be wrong. Yeah, I think I think how we got out of it was it. I saw some some today about it being like a loophole that like MLS has like per like U.S. Soccer Association like MLS has to be involved, but doing like Next Pro is like their loophole to doing like it. It's an MLS organization yeah. is in the competition and that kind of checks the box legally yeah. or something. But yeah. I'll be I'll wonder if. I'm realizing I don't changes. know enough about MLS Next Pro. Yeah, I wonder if that to. changes. But also, know. how does that work with like DC? Ben, I think DC Chris, hook us up. Write us an article. We got to learn. Hey, at this point, an hour and 45 minutes in, I don't know if anyone from Huntsville might still be listening. But if you are, we have said this season, and we will continue to say, we'd love to have like a Huntsville correspondent. Hell yeah. If you do watch the games, you want to chime in, like record a voice message and just be like, hey, Kemi Amiche is playing really well, or like certain players, like, hey, look out for this guy. Like, I'd love to have that type of presence on the podcast. Rocket City, and stand just, up. We would plug in. Rocket City, stand up. We Late night we'll edition. We should get this posted for Paul's driving to work tomorrow morning. <laughs> for who what? For Paul's driving to work. Like, just post this right away. So I like to it. post him at midnight so <laughs> that he, like can, uh, he can or something. Yeah. No, <laughs> have we picked up any more international listeners? Uh, Dude, it's worldwide. Like you Get them on. Worldwide. Get them on. Yeah, I mean, the entire, you know, in the conflict zones across the world, all the various wars that are going on, the numbers, for some reason, people find solace in Paradise Pod and the, the map pops up. Just and want to listen to guys being dudes, man. Exactly. That's exactly right. Um, last thing I think we should hit on, it can be lost in the disappointing end of the MLS season is that one benefit of making the – League's Cup final is that Nashville SC will be in the most prestigious international uh, competition uh, available to CONCACAF representatives, and we're in the goddamn CONCACAF Champions Cup, not league, it's the CONCACAF Champions Cup, CCC. CCCP. <laughs> um, and uh, we've got our opponent now that we'll be playing in February, uh, happening very soon. We're going to play Mocha FC out of the Dominican Republic. A little boys golf slash... CCC trip to the Dominican? I could definitely Maybe. talk the wife into that. Maybe hit like a... Down to the DR? A little uh, cigar rolling place yeah, or something like that. The prospect of, uh, of Nashville SC joining international competition, making the CONCACAF champions... We could make the Club League. World Cup via this competition. Yeah, yeah what if Nashville SC... I think, C I think that's a good thing to thing. touch on. Like yes. For the average, like maybe the real like hardcore listeners probably know this, but like you're just a regular dude out there who likes this podcast, like... There's a little, you win this tournament and you play in the Club World Cup and you play the biggest clubs in the world. And like, I for one would love to see Nashville SC, uh, I mean, probably draw Chelsea 0 0, right? Like, that would be the, what would happen yeah. in that game. Cause Chelsea, Does your body just turn into a pillar of salt at that point? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, it would just be like the, the, I mean, there's you just no, quit watching the sport. You've, a, yeah, you've exactly. reached the pinnacle. Peaked it. You know I what I mean? I watch my like, teams draw nil-nil yeah. in the club World Cup. You exactly. pull a Dr. Manhattan and just go to <laughs> Mars. Just out. 
Um, but no, yeah. I, like that's it's a big deal. It's a big deal. It's, a, dude. it's easy it's to a forget, really big but among deal. the biggest deals, it's a big deal that we made it into this competition. It's a very big deal, and I know people are going to be like, "Oh, February." They're asking me to pay for this game, yada yada yada, and it's like. And I here's the thing. Tickets are cheap. Remember we all opted you in. Opted in. <laughs> Remember we all opted in. They removed that but you, from but you the can table. You can't opt in because we're gonna have fucking Miami the next. Because it's gonna round. be Miami. And you're gonna pay out the I nose. Know. Yep. So uh, wait, what? I missed this. You can't opt in anymore. It's not. You can't opt in for the tournament. You've got to buy game by game. We're fucked because we're never gonna all check the tournaments? our email. I bet you it's going to be for all, but definitely for CCC. CCC is they totally, will not let what happened last year happen yeah, to them again this year. That, yeah. I hope that's just for CCC. I don't mm. mind if it's just for CCC. We'll but see. God, if they do that for Leagues Cup, well, I mean, just, obviously now we know Miami is the second round opponent yeah. if, if both yeah, yeah. of us win. So like that right. one, they're like, but and this is a team that's like not. Is it the just Nashville doing this? Or? So I don't not. know. Interesting. Well, you saw that Red Bulls thing, right? It was like by the Christmas package. It's like one game against New York City FC and our home opener, and then in the fine print it said, "If Inter Miami is the home opener, you will get a game. Uh, you, you will be replaced with second home God, game." What a bunch of fucking oh. greedy! Like, come on, dude. dude. They're running a business. Come on, I know. Dude. I, like, I, 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 I can't be mad, but anything God, for damn, capital. So I say, get Messi greedy. the fuck out of here. He's not doing anything good for this league. You ask me. I've always hated him, so I'm on board. I don't like no. it. Go evade I don't care if he's somewhere short. else, you little short guy. I was always more. I'm not even sure <laughs> what I was going to say. Shout out, it's Short Kings. One, so, of wait. Of course, obviously. I know. I'm, I'm about to the tangent. At, but as we're talking about Inter Miami, real quick. Yeah. So, they're adding Suarez, but we're not getting a fourth DP? Uh, that's what I've heard. Okay. The so rules I, so, don't matter for them. So I'll say, in how many years do we find out that Inter Miami skirted the. Yeah, but who cares? It'll yeah. be worth it, man. I agree. I don't think it's skirted. I think it's just like drove through the gate unimpeded. Yeah, like, that's true. Like, we all know what you guys are doing, right? Yeah, right. Okay. I think it'll ultimately be worth it if they can build these, these behind the like, like lines things that we've talked about kind of all night. Yeah. But if they don't do that, it'll be a waste. That's what, oh, I agree. If they add, if they make changes that benefit other teams, it'll be worth it. I'm kind of with you. I don't know that they will because I think owners want to make the most money without spending any money in this league. Yeah. But if it makes it worth it, then. But I could also them being like, Let's make as much as we can now and then just go back to irrelevance. Yeah. So. Well, I want to think all this in context. We got World Cup 2026, right? Hell yeah. It's all building up to that. Um, yeah. Let's get uh, into 2026. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we got to wrap it up. All right. Yeah. About, about CCC, though, I mean, we're all we're losing the first round, right? No, that's what I was CCC? saying. I don't. Yeah. They finished like third in the Dominican. Yeah, no, I don't. So, stroke them. Did you watch this team at the beginning last year? Mocha? I've watched every no, Mocha. No, you watch Nashville. We're good. Early. We started the season <laughs> hot, dude. Shaffelberg's gonna fucking roof it. Score yeah, three yeah, goals. Yeah, yeah. It's not gonna be a Yearwood problem. Yearwood banger guaranteed. I, you guys have. <laughs> more, <laughs> you guys have way more faith than this. Yearwood team banger. Than I do. Uh, Unless we start making signings, like mathematically, we got to sign some more guys. <laughs> we literally I'm saying that <laughs> having looked at no roster rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna bet our premier signing is gonna be Mackenzie Gaines. Uh, or your Trisha, whoever the fuck. Pick one. Trisha Yearwood. Trisha Yearwood. Like we've one of those are just gonna be like in tonight, Trisha Yearwood. Yeah. One of these I hadn't even put on the shirt yet. We're calling him fucking Trisha. I'm Wood. fully expecting that's gonna be like our we're gonna be like, Oh, that was the best player we signed. I was like the well, meme. the best players are available in the summer. I you want to. We do I know want that. to dispute that, <laughs> dude. So I tweeted that so the other right. day. The like best players. <laughs> it always like, makes me laugh. They're available yeah. in the summer, and we've got to give them twelve to eighteen months to like work yeah. themselves into the team. Yeah. And there's one guy. His name is Robert Kipe. Shout out to Robert. He 
always thinks I'm being serious. Every <laughs> single time he thinks I'm being serious. And I never respond. Or like I'll respond in a like more sarcastic way. And he's like, well, if Davey's saying this, like, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess like oh, it's no. weird. And I'm like, no, I'm just going to let him no. run with it. So, Robert, if you listen, bro, I promise you, I know I'm, I'm just dicking around, dude. I'm just, I, I do not mean it. Robert, always. we know you're here two hours in, Robert. Yeah, we know you stayed in for the cut, dude. Like, What so. are the Easter eggs we're giving the dogs? First thing <laughs> Man. Uh, well, damn! It'll sure be another season of Nashville FC soccer. That's one thing we do know. Yeah. Cannot they'll wait. They'll be, be playing the game. One of the soccer teams of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Indisputable. All right. What else you got to get off your chest, boys? This is the final episode. The season is over. We're putting it behind us. Are we all good here? Anything left to Gary say? out? That's all. Ga- oh yeah. I'll say we this. Can't even. Just give me. Express your opinion as a fan. What do you think? Let me let me ask it this way. We don't have the ability to control what's going to happen, what the front office does, whether or not you're Gary out. It doesn't matter because it's not going to influence the decisions that actually happen. So let me frame it to you this way. If you woke up tomorrow and the club made an announcement and said, Gary Smith is no longer the manager. We're making a change here. What would your reaction be to that? How would, what would you How would you respond to that? My reaction would be, if they don't have a GM who makes better signings, it doesn't matter who the coach is. And so I, I am, and I've said this in the group chat for what, a year and a half now. Yeah. I am more Mike out than I am Gary out. I don't think I'm all the way either of them out. But if you said to me tomorrow morning, Hey, they fired Gary. I would say, well, I mean, we'll see. It wouldn't be, I wouldn't automatically think that we get better. Okay. It's more about Gary, or it's more about Mike. I think, yeah, I just don't think the roster's good enough, man. I just don't think the roster's good enough. Yeah, it's more about we've seen the roster. It's more about the squad building. Yeah, it's more about the front office. And and I think Gary has a very big hand in that. Okay, I'm not like all blaming this on Mike, but that's my thing, and why I'm more Gary out is I think, yeah, he hasn't made signings, or honestly. Maybe he's made good signings and the coach just doesn't want to use yeah, them. Mike's trying to fit square pegs in round holes or something, yeah. right? Like, well, I, I mean, like, uh, Cadiz still wasn't bad. Lobo was bad, but I don't, I don't think Lobo was that bad this year. He's, I, th- I think he scored a few goals. He scored a few goals. Lolly has looked decent, and we just have a coach that refuses to use them. Um, about uh, Madronda, like, like, yeah. Uh, I mean, that look. I mean, yeah, no, no GM is going to be a hundred percent. Of on course, it. Like, of course. The Madronda thing at the time, none of us gave a shit so about good. it. I don't think anyone cared about it, but uh, Derek Jones. Yeah, like I just, I think I'm more. I and I, yeah, I don't know. I just, I'd be fine with both. I'd be fine with just Gary. I'd probably be fine if it was just Mike. Yeah, but I'm with like, you. yeah, I, I'm more so Gary than yeah, Mike. A few eggs to make an omelet. Yeah, I just like, want us to be like, hey, something's gonna change because I feel like we're just going to the season and. I'm still apathetic towards them. I'm like, oh, there's a game. I guess what I would say to fans out there is if you're, you know, if we're totally fine with like defending the status quo and saying, oh, you know, they're going to mess it up sometimes, I'm all, then let's also be okay with Ian doing that and firing one of the two of them. What if it doesn't work out? Sometimes you get it wrong, man. I don't know. What does Ian do? Well, yeah, I would just say in response to Uh, he's like the president of the whole shebang. (laughs) He does more of the corporate stuff, but at the end of the day, it will be him and my. He He selects Mike Jacobs and he selects Gary Smith. He is the CEO. I have not seen him in like two years, and I feel like he's in the stadium every game. Well, I know that, but I'm just like, and anything relevant. He would make a decision about Mike Jacobs. He would make a decision about Gary Smith. Right. So he's just chilling. He is chilling. Oh, yeah, he, he is, is definitely chilling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What would you think if you woke up tomorrow and they said, we're making a change, Gary Smith no longer the manager, also, and or, Mike Jacobs no longer general manager? What do you think? 
what would it mean to you if you heard that either one of the things had happened? You know, I mean, it would be huge because I mean, think about how long Gary's been here. Yeah, I mean, pre MLS, pre MLS, yeah. he had that runway. It was all about getting him settled, getting his family settled, hit the ground running. Obviously, that was difficult to achieve with the circumstances around Nashville's first couple seasons. Yeah. yeah, I just haven't seen enough to really say that like definitively we need to keep giving this guy more shots. Like. I think it's fair enough. I, I would I would rather see a different person, you know, X's and O's wise. It would be um, bittersweet to me. I would say that that's a – I'd say, wow, that's a courageous decision because you've got a manager here who does a lot of good things, is a good man. And has, Absolutely. And has, Great dude. And has shepherded this club impeccable fashion. in a really impeccable fashion in its inaugural phases of both USL existence and MLS existence and really – you know, is commendable in a lot of ways. Um, but I would say it can turn around very quickly for teams when they hire new managers and when they make different decisions in a front office aspect in terms of the type of players that they're going to bring in. We see it in MLS. We see it with teams like Columbus, with teams like Cincinnati that have made a couple of big decisions and have turned things in a completely different direction very quickly. And we see it across world soccer. We've seen new managers come in and completely change the outlook for teams in a very quick fashion. It can happen. So I would respond to that news and say it's a courageous decision. And uh, it could also get worse. It could definitely get worse. Which I think I'd also be okay with. I'm just, I'm I would so, definitely be okay. I'm so tired yeah, of just, just being Yeah, I agree. I am totally yeah. fine if it gets worse. Yeah. Because that, like, and those guys would leave with their heads held high, and you would say, a lot, you did a lot yeah. of good things. Yeah. And this team made the playoffs every year, and you certainly more than exceeded what the minimum standards would be. There has to be something. And uh, to me, if you go, if it goes next year and it's just a first-round playoff loss, someone's got to go, and I would argue both of them have to go. So that's where I'm at at the end of this season. One of our front office people got poached. Went. Uh, I know. I thought it was so weird. Went to D.C.? Allie McKay, yeah. I think. I thought it was a, like oh, a yeah, yeah. Allie McKay, yeah. yeah. His head of scouting, right? Yeah. Interesting, because you don't think Nashville see wow they've got a. Great. I think we interviewed him in the old Speedway days. Really, nice. it's always good. Yeah. We did scout Shackleford McNaughton. I don't know what scouting he does. Maybe it's like more amateur, like yeah. college. But I don't know. all right, well, we'll have a little something going on probably before uh, Concacaf Champions Cup starts next year. We'll get out of here now. Uh, Donald, love you. Bye. Uh, Davey Trill, happy to be here. Great to have you back. Davey, good to back have you on wax here. Talking about the gad dang yotes. Drill dogs. We're going to get you some fucking throat injections. We're going to get you feeling better. Yeah. <laughs> Apologies if you've made <laughs> no, it No, it's been far. good. It's good. It's good. Listening to my froggy ass voice. It's perfect. The takes, the voice, the opinions better than uh, yeah, the most important thing. Uh, okay. Uh, we're done. Uh, so long. Come on, boys and gold. Bye bye.